0: Oh man! You know, every time I post a picture of my film collection of some sorts in in that in, in on Facebook, that specifically that Criterion group, I get tons of likes. Man, I got like 130 likes on that picture.
1: You're very popular. I know I'm popular. I'm insanely jealous. I feel
0: I feel good. I feel good about
1: it. I know. Getting that love from good.
0: from Facebook from people I barely know.
1: I know from strangers. And there's nothing like uh, love and appreciation from people you don't know. Oh well, yeah, of course. That validation, but but you know, information.
0: Mean, we know that part of the reason we we collect these movies is to show them off to people. Be like, look, look I at mean, my collection. There's
1: always a sense of uh, internal pride, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you put you know hours and hours of your time and much uh, you know a lot of my money. money into it. <laughs> you know, lots of money into something. Yeah, you better get something out of it. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, obviously, we get the hours and hours of entertainment. We get you know, the wealth of knowledge that these movies provide us, but we also get, you know, the idea that, um, you know, we feel, you know, proud. You know, it's yeah. ex- not exceptional, because that sounds like egotistical, but, you know, you feel good when you, like, say, hey, you know, I've got, you know, this this movie, it's, that movie, and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's... It, especially now within a world that has shifted massively yeah. to, you know, digital media. Yeah. Um, physical media is is not dwindling but it's waning we're definitely
0: becoming like the guys that have like the records you know like instead of cds you know that just collects records we're becoming them guys
1: even now even now i would say cds are like
0: they're even considered retro you
1: know what i mean like retro collecting. Yeah, you don't see anybody no, walking not, around with just, CDs. Everybody's
0: walking around with CD players and wanna You know. I don't
1: know. he's walking uh, walking around with the Walkman. Yeah, Walkman, uh, the song, you know. Walkman. Remember?
0: Remember how? Uh, remember when you walked around with a CD? You can get the CD player, the, 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 like the skip thing that like would oh, help help prevent yeah. skip. Yeah. Yeah, you
1: had to get yeah. If you got like a good one, yeah, you would you get the one that would not scratch your CDs yeah, yeah. or skip. Oh yeah, those. You were, had to get one of them for the
0: like you had to get one of them for your dashboard in your car. Because there was a time where you didn't really you couldn't really get a good CD player in the car, so you had to actually get a CD player and put it on your dashboard, mm. and then that's the, or
1: yeah. or you had or um, did you ever get the uh, like CD player like Walkman to to car like adapter? Yes. yes, which was like you know a fake uh, a, a, a fake, fake tape. cassette tape yeah. that that had a wire connected to your your CD yep. player, and then you put it in, and that's how you were able that's to do it. it. It was basically an old-fashioned version of the aux cable that people have now with their phones. It's basically like that, but with CD players. But I'm old enough to remember, slightly before we even had iPods, people walked around my high school oh, yeah. with CD players Definitely. and headphones and earbuds. In, and in the early like
0: that. 2000s, that, st- that was still something going on.
1: Yeah. What's crazy is we've actually... We've gone, I mean, we're old enough, we've gone from, you know, the Walkman CD players to the iPods, and now to, like, people streaming music on their phones, you know, through apps versus, like, downloading MP3 files and stuff like that. Yeah. So, we've, like, kind of gone through, like, multiple iterations of musical, you know... Acquirement over the last twenty our, years. Or our so. generation, kind of our
0: generations went through the, I think, the biggest change of technology out of oh, any cha- constant shifts. Yeah, yeah. Constant shifts. But but this is funny because I th- I feel like that this nostalgia trip we're having really plays into the movie we're talking about today.
1: Yes, it does. Yeah. And we are once again, um, this is once again the Cinema Discovery Project with your co-hosts, me Andrew Cabral and. Stephen Billings Thank you And today we're going to be taking a look at a movie that kind of uh, was a foundational film for our friendship in a way Yeah, yeah Because 2016 is when it came out and 2016 is when we met Yes And it is John Carney's Sing Street
2: Your mother and I really are under a lot of pressure at the moment
0: We had a look at our accounts and We're taking you out
1: of school We're not taking you out of school We're transferring you You'll be new then. What's your name?
0: Connor Lawler. Ooh. Shut
1: up! We have a black
0: shoe policy here, Mr. Lawler.
1: They're brand. They're quite sensible. They're not black.
0: Who knows what this new prison will do for you. This is your time. You see, this is beautiful. How come you're not in school?
2: I'm a model. Do
0: you want to be in a video for my band?
1: See, if you're in a band, sing me a song. Take on me...
0: We need to form a band. Huh.
1: Connor's going a band together. Oh, good Jesus. You'd play every instrument on man The Mankind. Probably. Sure. <laughs> and it's kind of, I would consider, one of the more underrated films over the last four years or so to come out. Definitely. Especially, you know, for 2016.
0: Yeah, I mean, this was the same year uh, La La Land came out. And so when we're talking about you know, musical type of movies um, that, of course, La La Land got all the attention, especially at the awards. And this kind of got buried somewhat, but it's kind of, you know, it's kind of, I think, stayed in the consciousness. Uh, it was on Netflix for a while. Um, so, I, you know, and this movie made money. The movie made, I think, 13 to 14 million dollars on a $4 million budget. So it made us money. And, um, oh,
1: I would say, yeah, yeah, it did make it did, yeah. That's and for a small movie, that probably small, only had a limited, limited release. release
0: uh, I could probably small check, ir- check. This that. is an Irish film. He's an Irish filmmaker. Um, yes, John mostly Conley Irish is. actors, I think, um, for the most part. Um, I
1: definitely heard the accents.
0: <laughs> yeah, the accents are everywhere. Um, but yeah, this this is a movie that very much um, I can relate to because. In in, in in many ways but you know this is a movie about a kid who kind of gets he's kind of in like a fish out of water situation you know he's coming from a upscale kind of higher class school situation and goes to like the lower class um, catholic school and um, there he kind of like sees a girl one day and kind of wants to win her over by you know saying he's in a band and wants to put her in her music vi- put put her in, her in their music videos so it's
1: yeah, it's it's also a bit of a period piece. It's set in 1985, yeah. which is you know right in the middle of the 80s decade. You know, the soundtrack of this movie is fantastic, with not with not only the songs that they that they come up with in the film, but I think the contemporary music they use at the time. Yeah, which is I would say definite inspiration for the music that they play. The yeah, movie. they'll
0: use a certain popular band that he gets influenced by, like Aha or you know, or Duran Duran. Duran Duran. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot. You know. They and then they make some fun of some of the music of the time with Phil Collins and and Genesis and so know Genesis. <laughs>
1: um, but it start. I mean, I guess we'll get right into it. So, well, I guess right beforehand, if you don't know who John Carney is, yeah, he has made several films over the last, I would say, yeah, thirteen years a, or so. Yeah. He, 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 there yeah, there's some movies of his I haven't out. seen,
0: but really, it starts yes. with the movie Once. Yes, you know, is where he um, started kind yeah. of coming out.
1: Yeah, Once Came Out in 2007 is kind of like his breakout film. Um, before then, he had done a couple of features in the late 90s, well actually mid to late 90s and early 2000s, um, some television work, but I would say Once, Begin Again, and Sing Street are probably his three most well known films. And yes.
0: I quoted this way back back in the day that I, ca- I call this his love and music trilogy. Nope, I don't know if anybody's branded it that, but that's what I call it.
1: <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, it, it definitely uh, – love and music is kind of the two main themes of at least Sing Street most definitely. Yeah. Um, episode and he is like you said he is an Irish filmmaker he's from Dublin Ireland yeah. the film is set in Dublin Ireland in 1985 like we said and it takes place it centers around the young the young kid called um, what's his name Connor Connor yeah yeah Connor Cosmo about, Cosmo what? yeah they call he should call him Cosmo <laughs> we'll get to that yeah he, he's Connor and he is about 14, 15 years yeah. old around there and right away the film starts off with him playing guitar in his room and in in the background you hear his parents arguing and that right there sets the tone I think the basis in the underlying you know, plot line throughout the movie is that his parents are basically in the middle of splitting up.
0: using your problems and having you know having bad outlets which there's a character in the story that has a bad home situation that is kind of the villain for most of the movie um Mm. and he's kind of the opposite he has a bad home life somewhat but he doesn't you know take it out on anybody else he uses it in, in his art so um he uses it in a positive way um but yeah he's kind of and you know even even though that something kind of serious has happened in the scene he, you hear his parents arguing he he kind of they use it as kind of comedy because he starts like repeating the things his parents are saying while he's playing and it's kind of funny because he says it in like yeah. funny voices you know he
1: also like slowly closes his door to kind of like shut them all yeah, like, yeah shut them out um but he also has an older brother brendan who's played by the actor jack rayner who i think steals every single he, scene he steals he's in. the He kinda steals. If it wasn't
0: for how good the music is, he steals the movie. He's the other best yeah. part of the movie.
1: Yeah. He there's an underlying character stuff with him in the movie that they only touch on, and they really don't fully explore because, you know, they concentrating on Connor and his you know, what he's doing. Uh, but it's just fascinating we'll bring it up uh, I, yeah, I was going to so say, I, th- I think
0: that his his plot and theme... theme kind of plays hand in hand with the main
1: theme, but we'll get to oh, we'll yeah. get to it, yeah. So, and he also has I want to say he has a sister. Yeah. I can't but I couldn't tell whether she was older than him or younger than him. It seems like
0: him. she's the middle child. She's the middle child. Yeah, it
1: does seem like she's a middle child. Yeah.
0: yeah. Cuz she's um, getting ready to, she's saying she wants to be an archi- architect.
1: Yeah, she and she's very what's interesting is all of these you know, they're all different the siblings. Yeah. They're all different. Uh, the older brother is he, uh, is he's dropped out of college. He's kind of a, you know he's a, he's got no direction in life. So somewhat he's of a just you could say a burnout. Doing a nothing. burnout of sorts. A burnout, yeah, kind of. And then you have the middle child who is she's very studious. You know she's you know we always see her like studying for her exams yeah. or doing an essay or doing something for school. Like like you said, she's really you know academically uh, inclined. Yeah. And then you have Connor who's kind of trying to figure things out which a lot of people At the, around his age Yeah, I was going to say this is
0: the the, the
1: it's a, it's a coming of age Coming movie. of age
0: movie. Literally. I mean, yeah, I mean this is literally <laughs> the time where you, you know, the puberty and all the hormones and the you know, this is the the, the peak moment here. Um
1: Yeah, you're mid your you know, mid
0: teens. Mid
1: teens. Yeah, I was going to say early teens, but it's more like mid teens. At 15-16 year old range where like you're not quite a kid anymore, but you're not yet an adult. So what are you doing? What are you trying to figure out? You're exploring. Out? You have what to you start exploring. Yeah, you start, you know. You start exploring, try, start trying to figure things out. And I mean, my 15, 16-year-old self is vastly different than my, <laughs> you know, 33-year-old self. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, it's vastly different. So it's, it, your mid-teens are not your end-all, be-all of who you are, but you're just trying to figure things sure. out. Sure. And he's trying to figure things out. And it doesn't help that his parents are going through this just volatile separation. Yeah. And, and in doing so, he now has to switch schools. Yeah, they, they get and caught we, into the
0: kitchen and...
1: Yeah, they get caught into the kitchen and basically um, the parents say, you know, we got to start cutting, we got to start cutting things out of the budget and... Uh, and the brother right away picks up on it. He's a lot smarter than I think people think he is. He's like, they're taking you out of school. <laughs> he's like, they're taking me out of school. He's all happy. Huh? Like, and like, We're not taking him out of school. We're going to a different school. Yeah, yeah He's going to uh, Sing Street, coincidentally, is the name of the school as well. And it's a Christian Brothers school. So we don't know really know what school he's coming from, but we assume that it's probably a private, more expensive yeah. school than this Christian Brothers Sing Street school. Yeah. And the reason why he's going there is because they have to, they have to cut, they have to cut things out of the budget, and so that's what happens to him. And I think we cut to like his first day there. Yeah, they, it's just him walking through this. Yeah, this they have this so- <laughs> There's
0: a song that's uh, "Stay Clean" from Motorhead's
1: playing. Yes, yeah, the Motorhead song. Yes, yeah.
0: So he, he's and- it's basically like the it's like the opening of "Lean on Me" but with a bunch of white Irish kids basically in a way you know like it's just kids like fighting and like he gets a rat yeah. thrown at him um you
1: get a great it's just like yeah it's a tracking shot and like a you know a shot reverse shot of a pov shot of what he's seeing and what's going on around yeah. him and you can just tell that yeah this this school is pretty rough, <laughs> be rough. it's yeah. pretty rough i mean yeah like we said there's kids fighting this is there's, there's a cross section of all kinds of different kids and whatnot Like gets a rat thrown at him like you said <laughs> and it's like man you and you can kind of spot the bully right away too yeah yeah um and it, yeah so his they used to say well, the, his introduction in first day doesn't go so well
0: yeah the boy bu- the bully is barry by the way
1: ba- yeah yeah his name is barry and right away you can tell he's gonna be the guy he wants to pick on yeah, him you can tell Right away.
0: Um, but so he's in his first day of class. Kids are like smoking in the classroom. Do, you know, teacher's up there. He's like barely can hear. He's like writing stuff on the board. He like takes a drink yeah. of alcohol, of course, because he's Irish. It's an old
1: yeah. It's a. <laughs> I mean, this is an old school Catholic school. Like, like
0: uniforms. It, like the teachers
1: are all like uh, you know, the strict. Yeah, yeah, uniforms. We just still have today. I went to Catholic school from grade seven through twelve. Oh, sorry, man. And I went to a Catholic college, but we obviously you didn't have to wear uniforms. But I mean, uh, yeah, we had to wear uniforms. Um, middle school was like shirt and tie, like you see these kids wear. Yeah. Um, no sweaters or anything like that. No jacket. No sweater vest. But no sweater vest. Never, never <laughs> had to pull that off. Um, and then high school for me was like polo shirts and khakis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you have to have the. It was like special special uniform with the school insignia on it, and pants you, with school. insignia Did you get to wear any of
0: your yeah. Boston hats?
1: Uh, I did. No, oh, nice I did. man.
0: Um. So they weren't that they, strict. Uh, they weren't that strict.
1: I don't know. It was. What is interesting though is I was, you know, I was, you know, I was straight laced, always, you know, firm dress code, uh, you know, sticking to the firm dress code and all that stuff, which you actually get into in this movie, actually, which is kind of kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, but so. He's there and right away things don't start off well for him like you said like the classroom setting he's supposed to be in French class and the professor is writing is writing on the board in Latin yeah. and doesn't even realize it yeah. and, and Well then
0: well, then the the kind of the real the villain the, the main villain of the story comes yeah, the in Yeah principal uh brother, uh brother brother Baxter
1: Brother Baxter yeah they, I had I actually I was taught by brothers in high school and they were they were that the principal was a brother one of the religion teachers was a brother um one of the history teachers was another brother. Um and they were not like this. Granted this was, you know, two thousand and two versus nineteen eighty five sure. Ireland. Yeah. Um but um right away you can tell this guy's like evil. He's got that, that evil evil uh villain mustache and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he picks on well, he, he says when something he about you don't kids. even.
0: He, he says something about the French class, you know, to the teacher. Yeah,
1: like, he, like these kids don't even know where France is. Yeah, and and uh, Connor Connor does yeah. because, um, he was. Be, I think he's just he's. I mean, well, he's, he's just a little bit of higher educated, and 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 yeah, and there you can tell he's more educated. Potentially, than those who are potentially,
0: it says that there's possibility that that's where his school was was in Fran- France. France.
1: I think they mostly make fun of it. Uh, yeah,
0: maybe that's where they they said he was maybe from there. The kid makes. But fun I of
1: don't him. doubt that he probably learned French in school because I know I learned French in Catholic school. Yeah. So I mean, like I know right away, like where he's coming from in terms of like learning, like a uh, certain language and whatnot. But he yeah he says oh it's it's on the continent above Spain, and everybody's like oh look at the big uh, big brain on this kid yeah basically. And then the brother notices that he doesn't have the correct shoes. He doesn't have—I guess the dress code calls for black shoes. Yeah, black dress shoes, I believe, or whatever. And he doesn't have it, so he—he he a, he, he, a conflict. he gives
0: him a warning. Uh, and yeah. tells him that the next day he needs to have black shoes. Um, so then, yeah, he—you uh, know—he—he he gets through his first day and he's leaving. And then this is when he f- has his first confrontation with Barry.
1: Yeah, well, he has the first confrontation with. Doesn't he have it in? No, no, that's the second day. I was going to say in the uh, in the canteen, as they call it. Yeah, yeah, he, there, he, he has he a moment with the kid, kid. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, where's the restaurant?" And the kid like, oh, restaurant? "Restaurant? I mean, canteen." He's yeah. like, "Oh yeah, canteen." And right away, you could see the difference in
0: you know like, the, the class,
1: Classes. how they he's... refer how they refer to things. Yeah, yeah, he, and kid's like, "Yeah, what are you talking about?" <laughs> um, so. So, yeah, and that's where you get the first confrontation with Barry, as you said. Yeah. He brings him to the bathroom, makes him dance for him. He's basically well, he, trying he to holds test a out slingshot he, at him. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he holds a slingshot, but he's basically accused of him of being, of, of being gay and to prove that he's not gay by dancing or something. Well, like he, that. He, he, he tells him to, first he yeah. tells
0: him to dance like a, a, a little queer, is what he calls him, or something right, like that. Right, and then he tells him to pull his pants down yeah. to do it. And, which, which, honestly, the behavior makes me think that he's a closeted gay. Um, Could very well be so. Um, that
1: seems to be. I've always found that odd, whether you see it in movies or hear about it in real life or whatever. Where like people will pick on people for being uh, homosexual, that you know homosexual, but they'll make them do very homosexual things to prove that they're not gay. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. It, it, it does kind of show that it, there's it, this self-hating. This plays, you know, this plays out very similarly out in that, like that show on
0: Netflix. Yeah. Um, What's the sex show on Netflix? Uh, sex Education? Yeah, Sex Education, where the no. where the bully ends up being homosexual. Yes. You know, yeah, he's repressed,
1: yeah. and that's why he's... And he has a heart, you know, characters. a father
0: that's very, you know... Very harsh, harsh on him.
1: And too, you know? it, what is interesting is, I mean... You don't, that that, that's, that's not explored, of course, in this movie, that's but... Not explore, it's not explored that, but it could be an underlying reason why this kid's a bully and specifically homophobic like this. Yeah. Or... It could just be the fact that homophobia has been a massive part of our society for several years Yeah, several this was I mean if you're sticking could to the it as well. If
0: you're sticking to the uh you know, the the, the, the le- language of the time, then yes, it was yes. easy to just call somebody gay or queer and it be like just a derogatory way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, so but, but he basically says he, he says no, I'm not gonna do that. And the kid the kid just He just backs down. Like, he just leaves. Backs down, walks away. Yeah. Uh but now he, now he's basically gonna like torture him instead (laughs) it's slowly it's not over so he
0: so i think now we go back to his home and they're like eating or something there something comes on the television it's a music video yeah
1: they're watching a duran duran music video yeah yeah because mtv i believe has just not just hit the scene but music videos are starting to arrive and to be more sophisticated be more in the public conscious like with mtv and it's becoming a new form of music consumption and right away we see that there's a generational divide with the parents' generation and yeah. the the new kids' generation. They're
0: not the Beatles.
1: <laughs> They're not the Beatles. Why can Yeah, the dad is like, yeah. "Oh, why can't they sing live? Were they trying to hide?" And this. thing? Yeah. And then Jack Raynor's character, Brendan, is trying to tell him this: "It's not about that. This is a new form of art. It's a new form of music consumption. Like I said, it's just it's new." And, and I find that kind of fascinating because yeah. every generation. Every generation always has a conflict and separation with the previous generation yeah. that's a or a, a running theme I've had going in my mind for years now because I've seen it so many times and it's been explored in so many movies yeah and it's just it just shows that again that there's there's this divide that and there and there's no bridge between the two generations and therefore, there's just a, a lack of communication between the two, and then for the, and therefore negative consequences happen with it. I always go back to Rebel Without a Cause yeah. with James Dean, where he where his generation can't connect with the older generation, and you're seeing, you know, the divide happen, and therefore you get the explosion of exple- expression and protest with the hippie generation in the '60s. But that's a whole thing to go down to a different era, but all you need to know is that there's that generational divide in this movie, and you see it kind of throughout it. Um. So they're watching Duran Duran and the brother comments like, "Oh, uh, John Taylor is one of like the best bassists around. Yeah. You know, truly, it, it, truly, you know, a, a fantastic and you know, and you know, Duran Duran could go either way in terms of being great or just good. Yeah.
0: What's what? It's one of the. It's <clears> kind of one of the first times you start to hear something that the brother says that later uh, Connor will repeat. Like he knows it. Yes. It's something like it's something that he discovered on his own. But it's just stuff he's learning from his brother. And I think it's very foundational for the relationship with the brother. And it shows you how much he really admires his brother, though his brother doesn't really um, think that he has done much with his
1: life. Um, yeah, the brother has a lot of, I mean, we'll get into it. I would say self loathing, self hating. Yeah. You know, really doesn't, uh, you know, value himself very highly. Um, but the younger brother, I think, values him constantly because he's constantly going back to him for advice. Yeah. Um, what is interesting is that this kind of sparks, I think, the music of the movie, if you will, sure. because I think then this starts things down a certain path. So we get to the the next day, the next day at school where he's at, he shows up once again, wrong shoes. Wrong shoes, yeah. And the principal calls him, the, you know, Brother Baxter calls him in and says, thought we talked about this, you know, that you, you need to have the correct shoes and the, and then encounters like, well, you know, I just bought them before. They're, they're fashionable. They're, 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 they're fashionable. They're stylish. Yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're um. Was he said? Oh, they're label or something like that. Um, no, they're brand. They're brands, You like, know, yeah, they're, they're good. They're not. Shoe. They're not bad shoes. Yeah. Then yeah, they're not like you know, they're not runners, which I guess are like you know, sneakers or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, a lot of colloquial like. Um, you know, like slang language in the film. that I think if you're if you're not quite uh, aware of it, you may miss. Well, a few I was going to say also,
0: you know, if you're if it's your first time watching it, you might want to put subtitles on because just the accents.
1: Some of the accents are, are very more thick. difficult than the others. Yeah, the more heavy than the yeah. others. Um, specifically the character we're going to meet very soon. Yeah. I think has the heaviest accent Jeez. in the movie. <laughs> and um, so the brother basically says, "Okay, if you like them so much." Uh, you can leave them here and pick them up at, at four o'clock at the end of the day after school. Yeah, and 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 then basically he has to walk around all day with no shoes on, and that's something you probably couldn't get away with doing today. No, um, so he does that. We just see him like walking through like the school hallways and through like puddles and yeah. stuff. Yeah, he goes to the canteen. He gets a Mars bar, and then this is where Barry attacks him again by stealing his Mars bar. No, he hits him. Steals his Mars bar. Um. And then I think he hits him again. He, oh, he throws. He throws.
0: He hits him, and then he throws the Mars bar back at him, and you know hits yes. him. Yes. Then then lunch ends, and then um.
1: And then this is where we meet Darren. Yeah. Who has probably the thickest accent? He he, in, he is in the movie. He's
0: what we call the he's the entrepreneur of the group. He really yes. he wants to be he wants to be the Renaissance man. He uh he first he 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 kind of pitches himself as a uh, manager.
1: A manager. He even has a business card. Yeah. But he has no phone number on it because he doesn't because he doesn't have a phone. He just says he just, he, just call around. He just says like ask around. Just ask
0: around. Uh, you, you can get me. It's, <laughs> it like, it, it right. reminds me of Rocky where he's just like I don't have a phone and he just like yells out a window. Yo, you know.
1: Yeah. You know. <laughs>
2: but
1: he's, he, and it's just kind of. I mean, this is a time. Um. But obviously before cell phones, before the internet. Sure. I mean, I mean, we grew up in the era before cell phones and stuff like that, where you had to like. Call people on rotary phones and buttons and all that stuff, but this is like even before then, where like some people just didn't have phones, so you just, you had, just to like, had to
0: wait till you see him the next you just time. You had to
1: ask around for yeah when you when you saw them next time. Um, so be, so they're they're just standing outside of school, and this is where we see uh, Rafina for the first time, yes. who's portrayed by Lucy Boyton, and and, and you, she
0: started she, she started to break out a little bit.
1: She's been in a few films since she she, uh, she was. She was in Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, yeah. which is a film some people like, some people don't. <laughs> I, I don't many love many the reasons, movie, but, but she was good in the movie. Yeah, she's good in the movie. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, we could save that for another time, even though we talked about it when it came out, didn't we? I think we did. A few times. We, just for, uh, um, for
0: short, uh, we didn't love it.
1: <laughs> but, I will say, I, I think Robbie Malick's amazing in it, but I think he's better than the movie. I, I mean, it, it it's not I go back and forth on him movie. even
0: being that great in the movie, too, but, you know.
1: I don't think he let me put it this way. I don't want to get down the road because we gotta stay on stay on target. But I don't think he. I thought he was great, but not not yeah. not the he best of the year. He wasn't Ray
0: Charles. He wasn't Jamie Foxx. Ray Charles good,
1: right? I think I wasn't think, like yeah. They shouldn't have him the Oscar good in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but back to Lucy Boynton. She was in Sing Street, and this is kind of her first major role. Everything else looks like kind of small uh, television roles, stuff like that. Um, and she has since gone on to be, to go on. To, you know, she was in, like we said, Bohemian Rhapsody. She was in that movie Rebel in the Rye, which was about uh, J.D. Salinger, I believe, where Nicholas Holt played uh, J.D. Salinger, the author. But anywho, she's really great in this movie. Yes. Well, um, and this is where we see her for the first time. Yeah, they're they're and like
0: across the street, and they're leaving the the, the school courtyard, and then he just yeah, looks over, she, and there she is standing on a. He's
1: like, "Who who is that?" Yeah. And just like, uh, and he and Down explains him oh, That's she's just, she stands. She out just here is all always the there. I don't know who she is. Yeah, she's always there, but she goes out. She doesn't go out with anybody here. She, she she's not even in the school. She goes he out with somebody he older and stuff like he that. kind
0: of calls her a cunt though. He does. He's like he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like she doesn't talk that's to anybody. Not the best language. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and um but um but yeah th- so, so he's like you know kind of love at first sight um
1: right and i'll say this though connor for someone who i up to this point i consider to be rather shy and meek if you will goes up to her and talks to her well i which, mean he, he kind of I mean, shows some it's bo- bold it's bold it, it is I, mean, I was
0: gonna say the, the great thing about i think one of the other themes of this movie is is how when you're at this age um you're a lot more willing to take chances on things because you're not worried about the consequences. Um, and you know, like some people are different obviously, but right, when you're at right. that age, your hormones drive you, <laughs> um, and a lot of, right. a lot of, a lot of surface level things drive you. Um, but you know, he does show some balls with Barry and when he says no, so, you know, he's got a little bit of, you know, he's not like just a pushover. Um, in the sense of you know his confidence,
1: right? So, right. so yeah, he, so he goes talks to her and yeah. he's like, um, I, I think he, uh, he asks her if she needs a light, yeah, yeah. for her cigarette because she's just
0: holding a cigarette and, in her mouth and he's like, you need a light? He's like, nah, I'm not smoking, you know, I, I quit, you know, you
1: know. Yeah, he's like, I, she, she's like, I don't, yeah, I just quit, I don't need any more or something like that. And he's like, good, I don't, I don't have any matches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting icebreaker, but all right, um, and he basically tells her that um well she she that, brings up the fact that she's a model yeah she's like she's a model yeah like she's a she, model. he asks her if she
0: goes to school there and she's like no I don't go to school I'm a model um, right
1: she's a model and she's like, like she's trying to get work in London yeah. or something like that um and then then he, and then he brings up that like hey you want to be like in a video for my band for my band yeah and he's like she's like oh you have a band and and he's like and then she asks him like you know sing something yeah sing. Like sing something from the radio. He's, he's like, like oh, sing that new do, song from.
0: That. Sing that new song from Aha.
1: This thing song from Aha. Which everybody's probably yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah, seen the video. Yeah, yeah.
0: So so and so then, then he, he you know convinces her that he's like look, and
1: and the, and the reason why she asked him that because he asks her for he asks her for her number yeah. to get in contact with her, and then that's when she makes you know that ultimatum like you know you know sing something yeah. to basically prove that he's in a band. But what is interesting is that as as a uh, viewer of the movie, you know that he doesn't have of a course. band yet. So you're like, Oh, okay. Um and She she
0: asks if he has a manager and he's like,
1: Yeah, him across the street. Yeah, yeah him <laughs> across the street. Like Yeah, and he so basically he he leaves with her phone number and then he goes talks to Darren. He's like, we have to start a band. We have to start a, band. Start a band, man. <laughs> Do you know any musicians? <laughs> Do you know any musicians? And this is when we get I think this is when we get interested in, interested. We get introduced to um uh Eamon,
0: Yeah. Who, Eamon, who I who Martin I love McKenna. also. He's he's great in the movie.
1: Yeah, and basically we get ta- yeah, he we get taken I, over there. I would to call his... him the talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely the talent. Uh we get taken over there and the Um basically he his dad, I guess, is like does like, you know, He's in like a band. He does like pu- he performs at like pubs and weddings and stuff like that. So he's got all kind of intru- uh, instruments set up. Well, he
0: he did do that, but now he's in jail.
1: <laughs> yeah, but now yeah, now they don't, now, yeah they, they 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 get to that later where like apparently yeah he's in like prison. Yeah. Um. But what is interesting is that um, when the mom opens the door and they're looking for Amon and they mention like they're here to uh, see if he'd be interested in a band and she's like oh. <laughs> great she, because yeah she has great like 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 oh great another one and it's like because because she knows that like like the probably doesn't have a great relationship with the father who's in a band and now the son is definitely uh you know taking over the father's place as a musician and he he can play basically the whole thing is that he can play any instrument basically and there's there's whole a, there's a, montage. yeah there's a
0: whole montage he starts out <laughs> playing normal instruments that and then he's then suddenly he starts playing like a flute and then he like starts yeah, playing like and bongos,
1: the zy- the, yeah, the xylophone and stuff A like damn, that. damn,
0: what's the what's the the, what's the, um, the bagpipes? He starts playing bagpipes.
1: Yep. starts playing bagpipes. But I love the um,
0: expression he has. Like he's playing bongos, and then he just stops. And he's like, okay, that's all I can do. Like this <laughs> thing where he's like, is there anything else? You know, like. Um, but then they... the
1: thing is, is, that he plays them all well. Yeah, at least from what I from what I see, so he's gonna be their lead guitarist
0: yeah he they basically ask him like what do you want to do and he's like I want to play guitar and help write songs
1: yeah, yeah. And that's what he's gonna do um Connor's gonna be the singer and and also co-write songs Darren's gonna be the manager but now we need um well they yeah they gotta, gotta fund the rest the other, of the band the so they're, they're like
0: eating they're like in the kitchen and the mom's kind of getting involved as they're talking about stuff and figuring out like when where they could they could practice there and the mom's like you know like you can you know, you can't do you can't quit your job, you gotta you gotta practice on the weekends and the certain time. Yeah, you can't
1: pra- can't practice on Saturday because you because you work in I think at like a grocery store yeah, or something. Yeah. You can't give up that job. So they're gonna practice Monday Monday and Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah.
0: So but, so but then finally he's just like we we can't talk about anything here, my mom's gonna keep budding in. It's that so that, yeah. that that moment where your you know, your parents are like kinda like in the way, you feel like they're in the way, so you're just like let's all the time. Yeah. So so you just you're like, We gotta leave. Let's well, let's go somewhere else.
1: <laughs> and we didn't bring up the most interesting aspect of Eamon is he's massively fascinated with rabbits. Uh, rabbits. Yeah. He's got like a few rabbit pets. Yeah. And they're all just kind of like running around <laughs> his house. <laughs> and so th- so Darren says that there's. <laughs> and uh, his
0: mom before he leaves says, "Hey, don't smoke." He's like, "Mom, you know I don't smoke." And then of course the next scene, yeah, he's yeah, the smoking. very
1: next scene, they're smoking like in his room. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then. So and from there they go, uh, because Darren says, "Oh, there's um, there's someone that he knows that like lives at his flat that could probably that." Well, that it, may also be a he's position. a he's a black guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is yeah. this is where you get some of and that so he, some of but, that kind of little, racist a, talk. A, yeah, it's pretty racist. Granted, 1985. England, he's like he's the only black I mean, guy in Dublin. Ireland, I mean, he's got he's like he's black. He's got
0: to know how to play an instrument.
1: Yeah, he's probably yeah he's probably like how many how many you know do you know in Dublin. Um, so they go and visit him and then the mother opens the door and he's like, oh, we're looking for, we're looking for, you know, looking for your son or whatever. His name is N-Gig? N-Gig? I think so, uh, yeah. That. And she's like, um, like, and she's like, oh no, that's four doors down. And then he's like, oh, sorry. And it's like, no. It's like. You're talking no. about. How many? Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're the, about? the only, only black ones- family here. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, the only black family here. Yeah. So how do you know my son N-Gig? and she's like oh we want, want to see if he'll play, play in a band with us um, so they they meet him and 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 they ask him hey you know we're forming a band uh, do you play any instruments he's like yeah he's like I, th- I think I, think I like, might be able to... I think I might be able to or something like that and I think he doesn't he end up playing ends up playing keyboards yes keyboards yeah cause then so and then they fill out the rest of the band they put a flyer up at the school yeah and these two kids, one can play bass and one can play drums. Yeah. And they fill out and they, they grab the flyer and then there's the band. There's the band. Yeah. And and, and and basic and, and, components. Yeah, and so now they're like figuring out like you know, I think they had, did they have a practice first before they try to figure out the name of the band? Well, I think they then try to figure out the band name. Like one way And of course and, wants to call it called The Rabbits. Yeah, the
0: Rabbits. <laughs>
1: um, but they end up settling on Sing Street yeah. as the name of the band. Which, you know, is the title of the movie. There you go. Bam. Um, and I love how and, I love
0: when they like leave the room they're in and it's like that whole like slow motion like and then the song oh, like, and the song's like yeah, yeah. one, two, <laughs> three.
1: Yeah. yeah, because they're hanging out in like where like the rabbits hang out in like a little like shed or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And that's where they're trying to figure out the band name and then they, they move out in slow motion. It's very much like the like uh the opening of reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah. Where everyone's like moving in slow motion for
0: just dramatic effect, know, yeah. Dramatic effect, <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, so, so now is when they develop their. They're going to develop their first song. Well,
0: I think the, they try to do a practice, and they try to do a, a like a, a cover. They start. Yeah, they do doing a the
1: cover. Yeah, they do do a cover first. I can't remember who they cover, um, and then they. They do the cover. They record it on cassette tape. Yeah, I and love he this. He plays it. For, he plays it for his brother. <laughs> his brother Brendan. We get that like that transition oh, from there to him playing it. And the brother goes, "Yeah, it's shit." Yeah. Well, he, <laughs> he just plays, takes. He's, he's like, like, he takes it out and he
0: like steps. He's like, on yeah, it. you're not a cover band. He just takes it out like stomps on it. He's like, that was shit. He, he
1: takes. You know. Take, he takes it out. He pulls the the tape. The, the, the the tape apart, like takes takes the tape apart and 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 the Connor's like, you know, you can re, you can record over that. <laughs> but he's like, no, no. He takes out he stomps on it. <laughs> he, he like goes like, to, yeah, the, you know to he like band. goes to
0: the door and starts acting like he's airing out like fart
1: noise. Oh yeah. He's yeah. like you know what I'm doing? Airing out, yeah, airing off the stink of that tape. Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is such a brother thing to do. Yeah, yeah. It and, really and, and, is. and this shows you, you know, like
0: like we said, the connection with them. How he he looks up to him and he wants his opinion. And also, it, it sends him in the direction of writing his own music. You know, like he's like, look, don't waste your time doing covers.
1: Like, yeah, like, you're not a cover band. Like express, express, a cover yeah, band.
0: express yourself with your own art. Like, don't take somebody right. else's art. So, so then you know, I think they what start, you know, kind of writing... when
1: we. Yeah, this is when we start um, their first song, which is um, "Riddle of the Model." Yeah, "Riddle of the their Model." First song. It's and, their first and, song. And this, he writes it. Yeah, and this he basically se- writes it because it's because of Rafina. Rafina. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and it's kind I, of his main inspiration from writing everything, most of the songs. Yeah, and yeah. And,
0: and the scene where they're writing that song, it just—I mean, me, I was in a band and around this, age, you know, not this age, but a little older than this, and and um just the process of writing something is so, it, it, it's it's legit, you know, like, you know, somebody comes up with a, a guitar riff and they're just like, I got some lyrics here, you know, like, I have a couple, you know, and then you just kind of work it out, you know, and they go through kind of building up the, the main chorus in a scene and the riddle of the model. And then yeah. there's like this Japanese well, thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we what we didn't um, cover is that he used the same... The same words that his brother said about Duran Duran, he used in order to like win Eamon over to get to get, um, yeah, back when you're talking to to Eamon the the first
0: time, he's trying to show that that he knows something about music, and yeah, he talks
1: about John Taylor and whatnot, uh, Duran Duran, But, um, but that's a connection to the brother, so and they called them, yeah, to describe like their sound, he keeps referring to themselves as futurists, yeah, which is fascinating to me the way he describes it is basically you know it's not it's not the old style of music that you're used to hearing it's like constantly like you know they're always evolving based off their
0: influences of newer music
1: which is rather fascinating because you know as we've seen through many many forms of art uh, there seems to be a lot of mimicry or people just copying other people or taking influence from other people and then like you know Basically copying. We well, see a lot of copying in art a lot, but I, th- I think I think what you, sometimes yeah
0: I think what you I think what yeah. you figure out through the movie is by yeah. the time you get to the last songs that are kind of revealed, they become more and more honest and more and more their own thing, right? Because they and start you, out mimicking. And I say-
1: yeah, I see cuz we start like they started out, you know, doing a cover of a song. Now they're going to write their own music yeah. and then they get their own inspiration and stuff. But usually you start out kind of copying or like you got you got fi- to you got to find you know. your niche. You got to get your foundation. Yeah. You got to get your foundation. And that happens a lot in in music and art in general. So now they're doing riddle of the model and this is going to be And somehow they create these great recordings
0: video. on this tape player. I mean, it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know if, for those of you who are not aware, cassette tape isn't, like, the best audio quality you could ever And you know, get this is the, just in, one track, it's music? not, like,
0: multi, multi-track multi or anything.
1: Yeah, it's not multi <laughs> and also they're using, like, an old-school tape recorder, you know. They're just they're that good, exactly, man. Just it's that- not exactly high, high fi or high, high audio quality There's stuff. always a
0: little bit of, uh, you gotta, t- you gotta, you know, the disbelief, you know, suspend your disbelief yeah, a little bit with certain things like that, but, um... Yes. But he brings the tape back to her and says, "This is the song for the video," and she and she acts like she doesn't remember, you know, like, "Oh he's yeah, like, oh
1: yeah, the boy with the band, yeah, the boy with the band is like, yeah, yeah, him." him. <laughs> so she's gonna be in their video, and he's like, "Yeah, we're recording the Saturday." It's a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity, uh, you know, in the back of this place, and you know, it's a great opportunity. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'll make it there if I can." Yeah. So they go to that location, and oh, they, they're setting up and stuff. And they decide that they're gonna wear like costumes, if you will, or something like that. You know, like a band uniform. Which they
0: make a funny joke about the the village people.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like so the so the, the bassist and the and yeah, they dress up as cowboy. The bassist, it's like well, what dress up as cowboys? Yeah, and then they and dress. Like, there's this whole joke about the village people. It's like well, it's, it, it, because I mean, yet again that, that that homophobia comes in through comedy and whatnot. Well, yeah, they they which, you know like, like yeah, the, you Connor
0: Connor and Eamon have their kind of. Weird getups, and then they wear like, you know, like a worker guy and cowboy outfit. Cowboy. And he's like, "It's like, what? Why do you need? Why do we need a cowboy in the videos? Like, the village people dress up like that. It's like, it's funny that you, you know, saying that, you know,
1: that you don't want to look. Gay, as if You you're don't want to look gay, gay, though. You're dressing yeah, you up like gay a gay in band. Quotes, but now you're literally, yeah. It's that's the kind of the joke there. Because at
0: the time, um, it wasn't fully known that the village people were homosexual." I, I guess, I guess. Then yeah. I, I guess, you um,
1: know, I mean, huh. Um So, but what happens is Barry and his father come along just randomly, kind of coincidental, and they kind of, like, kind of starts making fun of him. You kind of see that, huh, no wonder why Barry's kind of a little messed up, you know, bully yeah. kid, because his dad's a, you know, piece of shit human being. And we also learn that, like, like, Barry's parents are basically, like, drug addict, you know, yeah. pieces of shit human beings, and, you know, that's kind of probably why Barry is... You know, yeah. The, the father kind of just star. like
0: butts in and says, "What you guys doing?" They say they're making a video, and then Barry's, you know, he, his dad kind of make, kind of makes a joke, saying, "You should join a band, Barry." Blah blah blah, and then he's like, "Fuck off!" And then then <laughs> right. the dad just backhands him, and then uh, yes, it just kind of sends walk. him in a rage, and he like kicks a he kicks a trash can or something, and then they just kind of leave, and and uh, yeah, you can see where the rage comes from.
1: Yeah, So, but they go away, and now they start making their first video Rafina shows up she, and Rafina shows up and she's dressed in um, almost like a kimono type of not like not not at first
0: not at first she's just she's in normal clothes at first and you know nice Can't clothes she,
1: and then she changes yeah
0: she changes later but she, she's in nice clothes at first and then she starts like looking at what they're wearing and he's like she's like investigating like so maybe the cameraman can make this look good I don't know and then he's like where's your cameraman It's like um Darren Darren I, I, I thought you were the manager yeah, I'm also the cameraman.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm also the cameraman. Got to cut costs somewhere. And he's like, like, "Well, so maybe
0: it's like, where's the makeup person? We don't have a makeup person. Okay, I can do your makeup." And then, of course, the bassist is like, "I ain't wearing makeup."
1: <laughs> right. And then, but they all end up doing it anyway. Yeah, they all
0: end up wearing makeup.
1: Um, and they start recording, and and then we get like kind of like the transition from like.
0: Well, he what's cool is it shows the process yeah. too because he actually yes. builds storyboards. And he mm. starts explaining how he wants to do certain things. And yes, then, he does. And then he, Why, and then I want he, you
1: to walk over here and do this. Yeah, and...
0: and then this is when that whole thing with the like the 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 Japanese, and she does the whole like head movement thing. Right, right. And he right. explains that to her, and then then the video starts, and you see her with a kimono on and like leaning against the fence, and they kind of run yeah. through it. And
1: what is yeah, like in the and this is where, you know. I would say the quote-unquote musical aspects of the movie show up, play in, and they kind of they mesh. And John Carney, I think, meshes it well within the plot, because in in many musicals, I mean, we're talking like old like Busby Berkeley musicals and stuff like that. The music sequences are you know super lavish and just like over the top and just uh, you know all pizzazz and all that kind of stuff. And they really don't like serve the plot for the most part they're just kind of there for spectacle um whereas in this film the music videos that we see are serve the plot in the sense like you know, that's what these well, they, kids are they, doing at that time. Yeah. And like, and, but the transition I think is rather seamless from like, okay, here's the kid holding a camera to now, okay, here's what the end result is of the whole video. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean,
0: um, we, we've had debates about what, it, what we consider to be musical. And of course I'm a little right. bit more strict on my point of view. I, I, right. I think that um, when I call something a musical, it's <laughs> about what he was talking about where the music is almost kind of taking you into like a, like a, it's like a breaking the fourth wall type of thing where you're like, you know, it's it's the music though nobody can really they don't nobody questions you singing something random, um, and then you go back into normal life or you're singing the whole movie which whatever type of musical it is. But in John Carney's movies, it's like he fuses the the music is very much a part of the story and it's it, the musical scenes don't feel like that they don't fit, you know, they actually fit for what's going on in the movie. Um, uh, and in this case, of course, they're shooting a music video, so then they got to play it out, you know? And, um, and so to me, you, you, could say, maybe we could say that this is a Neo musical, you know, because, mm, you know, that, that could be the term for it, it for me, yeah. for me, that would make it more make sense to me, I guess. Um, but cause I, I don't see musicals being that way, but it, it's, it's, it is seamless, very much seamless. And so they go through the video, and as as they're shooting it, um, you you then kind of k- transition into just watching the whole video unfold, edited and everything. And it's funny; it's ridiculous. They're doing all the the cliche 80s shots, looking into mirrors, mirrors, seeing other people, and just like walking down alleyways for no reason, and like uh, <laughs> yeah, sitting in cars. Yeah, no sitting in cars, and then at the end, the bass player just like got vampire fangs, and he's just like smiling
1: oh yeah and he's sitting in a car with a vampire friend yeah that's it, no it makes
0: no sense but it's it, it shows kids being creative and having fun right
1: and just doing it yeah like they're doing it it has no meaning behind it, it. it
0: other than it, right. that they are expressing themselves and they're enjoying what they're doing and that's where it should always start um
1: yeah so I think afterwards they're, like, leaving, um, a,
0: a, like, a restaurant or something they ate at. Yeah, it's,
1: yeah, like, a re- I don't know. Let's call it a, it's not a pizzeria, but I kind of assume it is. Some, something like, like that, pizza. Yeah. Anywho, so I think Connor and um Rafinha are walking home. Well,
0: they, he, he's like, I, can I give you a ride? And she's like, you have a car? And no, it's his bike. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tell <laughs> like? <laughs> he's trying. He's trying. Yeah. Yeah. Give him an A for effort. Um, and I, yeah, so... And then there's a whole thing. Fi- ends- I was going to yeah, say, there's a whole thing where, where right.
0: they're like on their way back. And he's like, she's like, we're taking longer than usual. Like <laughs> it's like he's, he's purposefully taking the long way back to her house. Right. You know, like in missing s- turns and stuff so that he can keep talking to her, which I think like is, I, said, I think it's sweet. Trying. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah.
1: he's good. He's good. I know he's, 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 he's working the angles. Um, but, uh, so, but I believe this is when she gets picked up by the older boyfriend, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. They they stop and you know she gives him a kiss, and right as it, she gives him a kiss um, on the cheek, not not a of full on kiss. The the dude in a car pulls up, and he's you know like cliche listening to Genesis,
1: listening to the Genesis, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: and uh, you know he kind of butts in, and you know basically once again he gets treated like kind of like a kid, you know like oh yeah. hey kid, I heard your song, hey you know.
1: So, uh, yeah, sounds sounds right, a little but, bit like Duran Duran, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah. Ha, ha, all right. So, anyhow, she goes off with him, and he's left kind of like. Oh, uh, you know. What I mean. Yeah, I mean, he's That's, like, uh, he got the kiss, so he feels okay. Yeah, but mean, then he was like, then, yeah. And then we transition to he's showing his brother the music video.
0: He <laughs> and he's right? like, I love it. Yeah, he's like, I love. It. He's like, this will be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, this, this will, will be, be good. good. It's not quite there it's yet. It's not good, it but it will be, be good. good.
0: He's like, you just need proper crew, you know, cameras, proper cameras. He's like, and then he's like
1: points out Rafina. He's like, she's amazing.
0: She has to yeah, be in all the videos. She's got to be in all your videos, all of them.
1: <laughs> and and he does, he does like you see that brother brother camaraderie. So he's like, oh, did you kiss her again? He's like, like no, no. He's like, she's got, you know, she's she's older. She's like a year older. And yeah. She's got this old boyfriend and and the older boyfriend guy or whatever. And then. And then, you know, he, and then it, it kind of, it kind of explains that, the, co- yeah. The conversation goes to like, yeah, he's, he's, he's he seems so pretty cool. He seems pretty convert- cool. He was listening.
0: It's like, what, he's like, he was, you know, he has a cool, has a car and he was listening to music. music yeah. And he's like, what was he listening, was he to? listening to? Phil Collins. Genesis, yeah.
1: Phil Collins. <laughs> and he won't he says be a line. problem. <laughs> yeah. He says he won't be a problem. He, he said, no, he, he says no, like, no girl no, can woman. really
2: love
0: a man who listens to Phil Collins.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a shot at every Phil Collins fan if I ever saw one. Um, uh, and so, and then we go to, I think, and then we goes to school and he's wearing he, makeup,
0: right? Well, yeah, this is when he introduces his next, uh, cause he goes throughout the movie. He, he, his style changes. And so yes. now he has this God awful skunk haircut where he's got like the front of his hair, his bangs bleached and, mm, and he's got makeup on. Yes. Yeah.
1: And he has makeup on and he walks into school like that. And, and uh, brother baxter is not having it no not having it whatsoever and he and what is fascinating to me is he brings up that in the school you know handbook or rule book or whatever
0: uh, it says no that,
1: yeah. that that doesn't say anything about makeup because the i i think the idea of men wearing makeup is so you know unbelievably like oh this could never happen Therefore, they don't even have it in the rule book. Sure. as something that people would break because it would never happen in their minds, in their traditional, old-fashioned, you know, dumbass minds. They don't I, think men could ever wear makeup. Yeah, I, and
0: I love his <laughs> argument. He's like, guys in like the you know, 16th century or whatever. You know, but Mozart yeah, wore like, Mozart probably wore makeup. You know, like yeah,
1: which well, he's probably right. Yeah. I mean, probably one hundred percent right. But you know, that Catholic dogma bullshit that they feed us yeah. is. Um, you know, says that that can't happen. Blah, blah, blah. So basically, he he basically gets assaulted by oh yeah by the brother. It's it's something that you, you couldn't get away with today. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't get away with that today. You forcibly grabs him and then like basically, uh, you know, pushes. He dunks his face in water and put
0: puts soap all over his face and then just and leaves him in him, the bathroom. Just you know yeah,
1: just leaves him crying in the bathroom and. And then the, we get the transition to um, he meets, after school. Yeah, he meets he meets R- again. Yeah, and of course he's all messed up because his his face is you know. And he still has that terrible kind of haircut. He still has that still has a terrible haircut. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the bleach is terrible. It's yeah,
1: yeah, it's not. <laughs> it, it, that's what's interesting is that 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 haircut made a comeback. the rounds again. Yeah, back in the two thousands because that's very much in. I don't want to say I, the, like an emo. We, we call that the frosted like that. tip look. Yeah, the frosted tip look which was big back in the late but, 90s. But but the, what they did do when 2000s, they did do that
0: was they actually spiked up their hair. This kid just let right, it lay flat.
1: Right. It was yeah, I remember that, but I just mean like that haircut in general of uh, just looked like kind of the um uh, what's his name? Billy Joe Armstrong from well, Yeah, One yeah, day? from from Kinda Green Day, yeah.
0: A little bit of that Green Day look, yeah. Yeah. I'd say I'd I mean, say his I'm next getting,
1: I'm getting emo and gothic confusable. In I was going to say his next transformation things.
0: looks more like Billy, Billy Joe. Where yeah. He's the got the straight up does. black hair. But um, yes. But um, so, yeah, he goes to the park with with uh, Rafina and they just kind of you know she yeah, he
1: takes her out. On, he takes her out on a boat. Right.
0: Not yet. Not yet. What? They're just oh, at the, no, they go yet? to the park and this is where she calls him Cosmo.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. calls him. He's like, why are you calling
0: me? He's like, I'm going to call you that now. All, you know, artists have na- cool names, you know, like nicknames. And, uh, so she, they go to the park and they're like walking around the park. And this is where he like brings up Evan, the boyfriend. You know, he's like, it's like, she's like, ah, eh, we're ordered off, you know, uh, yeah, he's going to take me to London. Yeah. She, she kind of brings up the London thing and, uh, you know, he's like, but we're on and off. And he's like, yeah, you, you know, you should just, you know, take a break, you know, maybe for a year or so, you know, see, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, so he makes jokes and things and shows his confidence, you know, and. She kind of brings up a whole thing where he's like, "Are you threatened by?" Ev-? He's like, "Why? Why would I be?" He's, she's like, "Exactly," you know. Nice, you know. So, um, so then they they they're, they kind of like finishes up their conversation. Does she bring? I don't think she brings up. She does she bring? No, she. I was gonna say she might have bring up her her some of her family life in this conversation. She talks about her mom. Um, oh
1: yeah, how her mom is her that her
0: mom's manic or- depressant.
1: Yes, yeah. her father died. Her, her father her, her died. was depressing. a drunk
0: and got hit by a car.
1: Yeah, and and I assume that her mother must be in some type of institution somewhere.
0: Yeah, this this, this brings up a a whole thing too about kind of depression, you know, like uh how we how you know, they talk they say happy sad, you know, like and I think it's a great a great theme of the story too about how, you know, you can't have you really can't have happiness without some sadness. I mean, it's like the mm, like that yeah, idea sure. of like you can't have any sunny days without some rainy days. You know, like it's that's
1: very true. Um, There's got to be a balance. There's
0: got to be a balance, yeah. and so and you can't let you know you know don't let the the sadness overwhelm your your happiness. You have to be okay with your sadness, and so he brings that back to his brother, and his brother's like, "She's she's like a monk,
1: you know, like <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: how like old is she again? Sixteen, yeah."
1: <laughs> yeah. And um But then he he brings it up to like the bandmates, doesn't he? Well you know,
0: the sister butts in too and she's like she sounds oh, so pretentious. Yeah, yeah so pretentious. <laughs> and he then doesn't... he brings up the whole vocation thing where he's like
1: Oh yep, yeah. He's it's like, like it's like modeling is a vocation.
0: It's like architecture isn't a vocation. What you know? He's just trying to mess with her, I think, and just like I think he really just is. Just trying to rear, her, get her, get her to bring a rise out of her because she's so well, con- in a way, she's so, a way she's so even keel all the time, you know.
1: Yeah, in a way, he's trying to rile her out of like because he mentions like you know you know you wanted to be an artist like a painter or something. We couldn't get the paintbrush out of your hands when you were when you were yeah. younger, and it's kind of like she's kind of thrown that talent away or well, she's using it in, it in a different way. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess to become an architect that has to do with yeah. drawing and design and stuff like that. But in but I guess to him that's more well, he's, you know th- academic or mainstream than like pure art. Yeah, I
0: was going to say he's she's doing it and she's kind of like, you know, turning it into a job and it's not something you're doing out of love just like for the, right. for the love of it. Yeah. Um so but yeah, then um what are they do next I, th- I think
1: this is when oh boy i think this is when uh he writes that that um yeah he goes uh, to the front he goes to
0: amon's house and he's like yeah. you, you know you don't help me write a song and then and so they're in the bedroom and they're like listening to influences and
1: because a brother gives him a bunch of records yes
0: yes and he's like i got some stuff to listen to you know so they're listening for and records. the rabbits are in the bed they poop in the bed mm-hmm. And he's all like, Why but are you poop in the bed? It's like, Well, you can't put rabbits bed. in the bed if you don't want them to poop in your bed. I mean,
1: it's, I don't come on now. I mean, but at least sense, they're
0: right. like little pebbles, you know.
1: Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. They're tiny. Um, but this is like but,
0: my, this is my favorite song. Um, yeah,
1: they wrote the song up. Yeah, I love right? this song. Uh, other great than other song. Than
0: the. I mean, the, uh, of course, the main drive it like you stole it is really great. That's my favorite. It, it's great, movie. but I really like this song. I think it's very catchy and very heartfelt, and it's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and he writes it inspired by.
0: Yeah, and Raphina, it's clearly it's and, you know they start out on a, it's a very
1: it's a very sweet love song. Yeah,
0: it's it's an acoustic, and then I love how it transitions where he's like just got the acoustic guitar, and then he pops on, and then Ammon pops on the uh, piano, and then it kind of transitions into the full band by the end of it, where they have the full band
1: yes, playing the song. it's a Beautiful, like sw- not it's not swiping, but almost panning transition. Yeah, panning transition. Because you know what it does? It does like a three sixty pan. It's just two of them like late at night. Uh, guitar, piano, and then the and then the and then the camera pans over to like the doorway, then pans back, and it's the full band. It's the key, keyboard player,
0: and then it shows the drummer and the bass player, and then it has the whole band there. And the mom comes in and she's dancing, she's loving it. She like kisses yeah. Eamon. Eamon's like,
1: fucking get off me!" Come on, mom, get yeah. away! Jeez, <laughs> come on now, what are you doing? Yeah. and and then uh, and then I think and, they're but like, then,
0: they're like entering school as a band he, for the yeah, but
1: he de- yeah, and he, but he delivers. The song. Yeah, he does. Theme, like puts it in like the mail. During the,
0: the kind of montage of the song, he delivers the song to her and she's like listening to it and she's like crying cuz it's so good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cuz it's such a, such a good song. And she she hears um,
0: the words and knows that it's about her. Right. You know, he's writing about her and it's sweet and you know, um but then I think doesn't uh doesn't it shows him
1: like coming into the school and he's got like a whole new haircut now again. He's got like yeah. the all black hair, <laughs> still with the make. Yeah, the Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From like Circa 99. <laughs> yeah, and he talks and, about uh, he talks about how like nine, um,
0: I think this is I might be getting ahead of myself, but he talks about how like our you know we're gonna you know he talks about how like the world sucks around him, They got rapists and stuff, and he's like, but I'm just gonna deal with it, you know. And I'm gonna let mm. let the bad stuff influence our music positively. Um, I think that right. th- that was the next part, but I can't remember. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, right. uh, where do we go
2: from here? They,
1: they meet. Um, Rafina and he like meet up again because, and Rafina talks to him about how like impactful the song was for her, uh, how she. Oh wait, they
0: they don't they go on the trip to go to do the next video, and that they get on the train.
1: Is it a train or is it a
0: bus? Maybe it's a bus. I don't know. I thought it was a, maybe a train, but maybe it was a bus. A uh, bit one of them big buses, double deckers, maybe.
1: Right, right, right. Um, and they're going. They're going like they're going to, to
0: go- like a, a like the, it's like a, it's near the ocean, obviously.
1: Yeah, they go to like the yeah they go to the ocean basically,
0: and it's like a like a like
1: a, I, I want to say they, isn't there a point where they go out on the boat? together. They do, but it's I think a little, little later. later. Is that after? I think that's after yeah, this Yeah. It's a little later cuz this is cuz this is when they're they this is when their relationship is starting to kick into more closer uh, proximity to one another. Yeah. When they do go to when they do go to do this um this music video and this is what this is the music video where uh she's she has to jump in the water. She, yeah,
0: she pre- she's supposed to pretend to jump in the water, pretend but she actually jump in the she actually
1: jumps in the water. And um, But they are, yeah, but they're not yeah, and then yeah, and it's like, yeah, well, that's going to look fake. It's not going to look real. And then they're like, okay, whatever. Then she like
0: literally then jumps then in the water. Literally jumps and in the water. And he jumps in
1: after and she's like, "Don't stop recording." She's yeah. like, yeah, just jump in and save me, whatever." And then she and then she's like, and he's like, "Could you swim?" And she's like, "No, I couldn't." And it's like, well, And then uh, she has
0: that moment and and I love it. You know, it's a good line. It's a good it's a good lesson, you know, like you don't do your art halfway. You know, you don't do it yeah. half ass. You know, you go full Still on. Still half measures. Yeah, and then he kisses her. You know, it's a big moment. He he ki- kind of gives her her real, real first mm. kiss. Right, and then right, uh right. then he ruins it because then he brings up Evan. He's like, "What about Evan?" And he's like, she's Ugh. like, "You ruined it." Bro. Never mind. Right. What are you doing? <laughs> and then um, um then they have a uh, you know, another another kind of scene where they're like we, walking yeah, they're down they're the boardwalk board wee... ba- the boardwalk kind of deal. It's more like a stone walk, but uh, uh yeah. But uh, they're talking about like how you know from there they can see the mainland of, you know, London. Yeah, it's like from, yeah, from here like on a
1: clear, on a clear morning you can see you know mainland England from here. Um, which yeah, it's only like thirty miles to Wales. And he talks about how like his that.
0: grandfather has a boat out here, and you know he takes it out sometimes, and
1: yeah, he takes it out sometimes, and. Um, and that, then that would eventually lead to when they go out on a boat together, which I keep bringing up. Yeah, he, um, he wants to get to that scene, guys. I want to get to that boat. Come on now. <laughs> but, 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 but we
0: get some more information about, like, his brother here, you know, because she brings up how you know, he talks about him all the time, and he's like, you know, my brother tried to leave once. He was going to go to Germany. Yeah. And then um, he never, you know, his parents basically wouldn't it, let him leave unless he finished school. And then he tried to, he never, he ended up dropping out of school. And, um... So his brother never left, and and, um, and then she starts talking about how her dad might have physically abused her.
1: Yeah, that was v- interesting. Yeah, because I didn't know because I you know this is my third time seeing the movie and I missed that. Yeah, first two times, and at some point I can't remember if it's happened yet in the movie, but we see that she's at where she lives is um. It's like a girls' home. A home. It's like a home for girls. Yeah. And then a boarding house, I, you know, like a boarding house or something like that, or something to do with, you know, some event that may, may have forced them to no longer be able to. Well, live if her mom's in a hospital
0: not, somewhere, she has no parents to, to yeah, look Yeah, she at. has
1: to live somewhere. But I just mean, like, there could be other girls living in that home yeah. that come from, you know, more dire situations than like parents passing away. That could be like a physical abuse situation, yeah. you know what I mean? Or a sexual abuse situation, and those girls have to be removed. From you know the parents and then put into like a home like this yeah. or something like that. Um, we're not really sure about that. They don't really delve into it. But it's you're it, right, it's Stephen, very... there is a there is a a hint there that there may have been physical or sexual abuse yeah. by her father at some point when she was younger. Yeah. And the way she brushes it off with such with a smile on her face is almost extra tragic. Yeah, I mean because it's... because she couldn't she can't process because she still can't process it. You know, in a serious manner. You know what it reminds me of? It
0: reminds me of the scene in um, another movie, uh, Almost Famous, where mm. where it's revealed to Kate Hudson's character that she was sold to one band for a pack of beer.
2: Right, and she's and just like crying
0: she's beside herself. But then she smiles and's like, "What kind Laugh. of beer? You yeah, know, like what kind of beer?" Because she's you know she's obviously upset, but she deflects it. Um and, and uh, it's so,
1: yeah and sometimes mm-hmm. people hide pain through comedy yeah you know self-deprecation yeah. can be often done through comedy i know i've done it but it's just like it's that scene that's very that hints at that it's really yeah. powerful it, you know small small but powerful um but when they're coming back on that bus there's a moment where like the other band members are telling jokes or whatever and the camera pushes in on her face, and pushes in on his face, and they're looking at each other from like across the aisle type of situation. Well, I, th- I think they I mean? they they sh-
0: they shared stuff about each other, and now they're having like a There's silent a moment. The, con-
1: the connection there is now, you know, bonded. more it's now more codified. Electric. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. The looks mean more now, and it's you know, it's more sincere, more genuine now, yeah. and it's, it's you know, it's visual visual filmmaking at its best. Definitely. you know, showing something without saying it, I think is the best visual. It's something it's something best, that best they say, they say
0: in film school they try to tell you that that's what you need to do all the time.
1: Yeah. Though yeah, you don't always
0: have to do that, but that's that's it's definitely shows that when you can pull that off, shows that you have some hone of yeah, your you, craft.
1: You, you don't need exposition all of the time. Yeah. Like you didn't need a scene after this saying, like, "Hey, I saw you looking at me from across the bus. Ah, I know what that looked giving means. me eyes, you like, dang. You don't need this nonsense." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what a movie! Um, so this is where now. Where we're moving to now? Um, uh, yeah. So they, um, do you want to get? Well, this I is where I think this, this is, is where the me- the
0: meeting where the, the the parents finally say they're going to divorce.
1: That was, that was the one I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where it's... Um, <laughs> and, 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 you know, uh, the brother just is like, well, yeah, this is news to us. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's about time. Yeah,
1: geez. But there's a scene even before then where the parents are just going at each other so viciously that the the kids all hide out and in the brother's room and listen to music and just start dancing. And it just shows the power of the power of escapism through music can be really profound. Definitely that.
0: Um and, you know, just the fact that they they bonded together was sweet too, you know, that they came together yeah. and and you and you know and you know you know, a lot of times you don't you know, they could have all went through their own rooms and they could all try to, you know, but they decided to, to help each other out. Especially the older brother really wanted pushed everything, you know. Turning on the music and getting it yeah, puts in... it as
1: loud as he possibly can. Yeah. They even get the sister to start, you know, singing and dancing. Yeah, yeah, because she's, you know, was just sitting there not wanting kinda to do like, anything.
0: Kind of like this scene in another movie that I'm going to bring up, uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One, where oh, Harry Potter picks that's up. A sh- uh- I know, right. Yeah. yeah, and Emma Watson's been wearing that necklace, the 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 Horcrux, and she she's in a bad mood. She's feeling sad. Then Harry Potter, you know, pulls her up and starts dancing with her and brings her out of her bad mood for just a second. You know, but
1: I and, did not think we'd be making a Harry Potter reference. Dude, I, I got
0: shit coming I, out of everywhere, man.
1: I know. I, I'll God bring know. up
0: anything. <laughs> okay, this is a connection to Solo. Um, no, it's
1: good. Oh, okay. Here no, we just, go. I'm just kidding. Waiting to <laughs> hear this. Um, it's yeah. So we get. And we finally get the scene where the parents are basically—they're um, going to get a divorce—and basically, what we've seen. There's a few other small scenes in here that are really underlying that idea. There's the one scene where Connor comes home, and his brother's sitting on the stairs, yeah. and the mother is sitting on the porch, and the sun's going out. It's sunset, and the brother just says, "You know, she sits out here every day just to get that last." The last glimpse of sunlight. Yeah, and reads her newspapers, and that's basically her life. Well, he he also you know I mean? yeah,
0: and he also in an earlier scene brings up the fact that he thinks that she's been cheating on the dad. Um, yeah,
1: it's like and he's like and the Connor's like, how do you know that? Because you know she she gets you know she gets dropped off like a hundred feet from the house or something by her boss house, by her boss yeah. by her boss. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty obvious, and 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 there's small scenes like that that. Lee, that show me as a viewer that Brendan may not be doing anything with his life, but he certainly observes a lot. Observes he, he's a very lot of perceptive, yeah. very perceptive and intelligent yeah. about what about what's going on. You see, sometimes about some, what he sees. Yeah, you know, I mean,
0: it show, I mean, it's it's giving you an example of that. Sometimes intelligent people just have bad luck. Um, they don't, you know, because the world doesn't always bow to the, to the people with the greatest talent or the greatest minds. Sometimes you just got to be lucky. Um,
1: right. That's true. It just, it also goes to show that the smartest and most perceptive people, you know, aren't necessarily people with, you know, with the uh, same ambitions, Or with, I was going to say even with like college degrees or something like that, Or, or PhDs or masters, sometimes the most, you know... You know, the smartest people don't have, you know, the certificate from higher education. Sure, of course. And it doesn't... I never believe that getting a diploma from anywhere automatically made you smarter than someone who doesn't have one. I think it just... I think that's just the bullshit and lies they feed you in order for you to go to college and pay them tuition Yeah, I was (laughs) going to say. There's a lot of lies and bullshit they feed us. And... What is interesting is I think this movie cuts through a lot of that through exploration of, um, you know, art and doing what you love versus what others expect you to do. Yeah. Um. And so we get – like we said, the scene where we find out that the parents are splitting up, that um, the mother's going to go live with her her boss, Tony, somebody we don't and, know. And
0: I love Brennan being like, look, yeah. I'm not staying uh, with Tony. Yeah,
1: that's, that, that's <laughs> definitely – not gonna happen because they
0: explain like the living arrangements, and he's like, yeah, you know, like you'll stay with me. Yeah, like gonna get an apartment. And and yeah. and then you'll see. He's like, I'm not staying with fucking Tony. I'll I'll <laughs> sleep in the fucking streets. Before yeah, I sleep with fucking. before
1: that, before I do that, yeah. <laughs> so and then they have to sell the house yeah. because they can't. And they're gonna get. They're only gonna get half of what they paid for, it, which is
0: not good. That's a yeah, heck of a loss terrible. in
1: any market. Damn. Um, but that's what's going to happen, and this is when, um, I think this is when. She, there's a scene. I, I I'm getting this all mixed up now. Towards towards um second half of the movie, but there's the break. There's a scene between he and his brother, um, which I don't know if that happens after this, or if it. happens I, I think later it does happen after film. this. Um. Yeah, and it's an amazing yeah. scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Where, yeah, this is this is pretty much the scene. Because I think after this is when he he takes. On the on the boat. Yeah, we'll get to beforehand. that scene, man. But yeah, one, one scene, thing at a other other time. Scene, <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> so he has this this scene where his brother. Man, I feel his, bro- his I feel brother. Kinda his brother kind of loses it,
0: and, and and this is where
1: he breaks down basically, and just breaks down in a way where he just lays it all out there. Basically, his self hate just comes fully to well, the he,
0: surface. Well, he, he he you know he gets to, and, and this is this is where I really really relate to the character because I'm a, I'm a person that. You know, I tried to go to school and it didn't work for me and right. you know, there's been times in my life where I don't feel like I've been living up to my potential. Like I like I mm-hmm. like like you know, I feel like I have something I I can you know, share with people, but I I just can't right. seem to find a way to <coughs> become successful in that. And so he has this scene where he just he says, you know, I used to be I used to be like be able to like do you know, I used to play guitar. Did you know that? You know, I used to play guitar. I used to be able to play that guitar and be really good at it. It's like now I haven't played in a long time, you know. I used to be like strong, you know, I used to be able to do things.
2: And now I don't. I used to be able to play that guitar
0: well. I used to ride hot girls. I could run two hundred meters faster than anybody in my school. You're the youngest. You get to follow the path that I macheted through the jungle that is our mad family. I was alone with them for six years. You think they're crazy now? Think about what they were like when they were in their late 20s. Two Catholics in a rented flat with a screaming baby who just got married because they wanted to have sex. They didn't even love each other. I was in the middle of that, alone. And then you came along, thank God. And you followed the path that I cut for us, untouched. You just moved in my jet stream. And people laugh at me, Connor, the stoner, the college dropout, and they praise you, which is fine. But once, I was a jet engine. You know, like I used. Yeah, to be... Basically,
1: he, uh, he says, you know, he used to be, he used to be able to run like, you know, a hundred meter faster than anybody at a school and yeah. stuff like that. And then he could breaks, and then it, it, he goes it, into like. Once again,
0: it reminds me of the scene, another scene in a movie. It makes me think
1: of on the waterfront.
0: I could have mm. had, I could have been a a contender could you know i could have been somebody, i could have been a contender and you know he just kind of just you know falters
1: and what yeah. happens is and so he goes basically he's like you know if you think they were and he goes into like he's digging into his parents where he's like you know if you think they're bad now could you imagine them you know in their 20s when they just had me like and they weren't they were barely married they just had me they just got they they just got married so they could have sex and they didn't really love each other and they just had me and i was a little kid growing up and you know, with these two people who hated each well, other he talks, back so he, then, he feels, and it's like, yeah. He, and then he's like, I like, but I was I was around you know six years before you know any of you like you came along and stuff like that. And tell was you, the, it was tough back then. But he's also like, dude, like I like, I I blazed a path for you. Yeah, I was gonna I was say, a yeah. jet engine. I so I wanted you know I blazed a path for you just just so that you could just follow me, you know, in my in my wake. And then, and basically he says, now I have like, and now you're doing so well and I have nothing. Well, he, he, he kind of talks, he kind of
0: shows that he has a little bit of a resentment, um, yeah. you know, where he's like, he's like, I did, you know, you wouldn't be where you're at if it wasn't for what I did
1: to right. kind of, to kind of show that he did
0: something with his life, you know, like,
1: yeah. But what is interesting is I think that resentment towards his brother is kind is not true resentment. It's not it's, not. it's not just, a bad
0: resentment. It's just self-loathing, like you've said. Before, yeah, I was gonna say
1: you know? it's coming out through his self-hate, and he's lashing out at his brother. Yeah. I don't think it, like I don't think he means like that. He hates his brother because of that. No, no. I think he hates himself more that he was not able to. Do more for his brother. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, do more. Not, know, yeah, like, he, he, like that. His jet engine, basically, you know. There's probably a tinge, tinge of jealousy. Died. Tinge of jealousy. Yeah, tinge of jealousy because his brother is doing what he could not do. And we'll see. You know, I mean, towards the end of the movie, he he has to help his brother do what he could not do, and it's really, really difficult to watch other people fulfill your own dreams but, 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 because but, their dreams have passed you. It's by. definitely in a
0: hopeful way, though. It's not. It's not a bad way. He, no, helps but bro- I'm just
1: saying, like, he helps like his brother. He helps his brother that- in
0: a in a way, and it's in, and it's in a good way. It's not. Right. It doesn't come off as like he's like giving up something. He's just no. Yeah.
1: But it just like it must be. there must be some level of difficulty, but also some level of happiness, we'll, like we'll, you just we'll, said. We'll, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. But basically, now now let now they have a cool kind of you know breaking, you know. They, Falling out, if you will.
0: Well, I mean, his brother. His brother gets upset, like breaks a bunch of records. He starts breaking records. And then his the, record And, then, he, and then Connor leaves the room and kind of goes to the bathroom and, and cries a little bit. He's upset. So then I think this is when uh, he does. He do they practice the new song? Yeah, they do the practice for that new song. Drive it like you stole it for the first time, right?
1: No, we gotta get to my boat scene, Steven.
0: I think, but I think there's a, a scene where they're practicing the that song that
1: happened. Like he well, doesn't he show up? Yeah. Okay. I think you're.
0: I think there's like a, just a scene of them practicing the new song. And oh it,
1: yeah, at the at the. No, not um, I mean in the Amon's living place. room. In the living room. Yeah, Amon's place. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then and then it it shows him after that after playing that song that's kind of like the first verse. Then it shows him showing up to uh, Rafina's and he's like, "You want to go on an adventure? What?
1: We want to go on an adventure, and this is when we go out to uh, Dal- uh it's like, Dalkey Island in his granddad's motor uh, motorboat, little little tiny motorboat there. Yeah. And this is when they have um, um a romantic uh, date, if you yeah, will.
0: A little little getaway to a little island. Um, and then he, they kind of just start sitting down and they're talking about the the lyrics to the new song. Um, that's you know that's why I know that they practiced that song before because. You know, we needed yes. an introduction, and then yes, we did. And then we, he hear, he kind of breaks down the lyrics. He's like, I don't know the lyrics off my ha- off the top of my head, but he kind of breaks down each line and says, "This that's about my parents." You know, this line's about you, yeah. and then um, it gets to a point where they, uh, you know, she kind of says, "You know, you were very attractive." You know, driving that mm-hmm. boat out here. He's kind of like oh, a cat, kind of like a captain. I like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and she, they also like share like. Um... How, like her dream is to leave Ireland and go to London, and 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 I think this is when they see they see the um, the ferry that goes to London. yeah in the
0: distance they see the ferry going in the distance
1: yeah. and it's leaving it's like yeah you know it's filled with Irish people leaving yeah. Ireland to go to go to London, um, and then they do exchange a kiss I believe yeah this is the first uh, real,
0: like the like mutual kiss right um, and uh, and then there's a funny moment where like after the first part of the kiss they're like. Kind of just sitting there enjoying enjoying the moment, and then he wants to kiss her again, but then she like already took a bite of like a cracker, yeah. uh, And he's like a little too anxious there, yeah. And then know. she's like, "Wait a second, wait a second. Okay, you can go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can Kiss him again." And
1: um, <laughs> yeah, we also get a scene somewhere around here where he confronts Barry. Well, Barry confronts him again. The, it, it was a little early. This was
0: a little bit earlier. earlier. This was... I just want
1: to bring it up because it does kind of bring up the Barry character again, uh, where like. He basically challenges him, saying, like, you like, Barry's, like, uh, insignificant, and he's not going to really do anything. He's just well, empty he, threats. Well,
0: yeah, he says that, you you know, you have the ability to stop things. You don't have the ability to create things. Create,
1: yeah, which is really fascinating when it comes to standing up to a bully. Yeah. Um, So, and then this is when Connor has this idea of what he wants to do...
0: For the music um, video.
1: For the music video, which is going to be kind of like a, <laughs> an American prom, yeah. like, Almost Back to the futures type of video, yeah. Um, where it's gonna be, she's gonna wear like this big fifties like you know gown, if you will, and she's gonna walk in and walk through the halls with him, and all, and run away with him in the video, if you will. And it's it's, you know, they have this this thing together. Um, but what ends up happening? And I mean, we're just moving along here right away because we're already like forever into this into the into the episode, but she ends up leaving for London. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of, um, he, he,
0: he brings up on the boat ride back that when the video shoot was going to be, and she kind of like, it's like, doesn't say anything to him that she's already going to be gone um, by that time. And um, yeah, he
1: goes to like see her and she's gone and like the one of the girls there is like, hey, you're the kid from the band. And she's like, he's like, and he's like, yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, we all had some money riding on you, yeah. but, you know, whether she was going to choose you or choose uh, Evan. I think the yeah. guy's name is, and she chose him, and and then he has this kind of like this. I would say this is one of the negative parts of the movie for me, and it's okay. kind of it's kind of a um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for nitpick. Um, he has like this melancholic feeling for about ten minutes.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, about he, ten he, minutes he, of the movie. Yeah, he He's goes like, off, oh, he gets she's his gone, guitar. And, oh,
1: and he kind of yeah, like goes and plays
0: and a, a slower version of one of the songs.
1: Yeah, and he's um, all sad and stuff, and um, and you know, and then, but what, what, and what, then he, what he
0: does is he, he decides to put it in his music, um, which is he does. It's, it's his outlet but, for everything,
1: right? And I will say that's all well and good, but literally like ten minutes later. He's walking by the place and she's like walking into the place she's walking into well where you know she we lives. don't need
0: this movie to be two and a half hours long
1: I, No, but you I'm know. like he's like he's sad for like 10 minutes and then like she shows up and it's like hey Rafina what, you know you back from London and she's like oh no I'm I'm not Rafina I'm her twin sister she yeah she like, tries to play it off because she's not wearing off.
0: all the makeup she usually wears no and she's and trying it's to pretend she's somebody else and
1: he's, I always find it fascinating when she takes her makeup off and she almost like de-ages 10 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because in a way I think the makeup she's using it in a way to kind of age herself up and perhaps sure. become someone else, someone that she prefers to be rather than her own self. Yeah. I feel like that that could be playing in there as well. And so they go so they yeah, they, she, they go she, to
0: the park again, you know. Right. And they're sitting on the bench and she's explaining what happened so she basically went with like Evan and just like left her. Yeah, she there. went to, she went to London with Evan and Apparently they got in some argument, and apparently she probably said something that got her to get hit. I mean, he hit her in the yeah, face.
1: She, yeah, and she's like, oh, I probably deserve it. And I'm like, no, no, you probably not I mean, of didn't. course there's no
0: reason, but, you know, like it's, you, you know, know it's she obviously kind of antagonized him in some way. And she, you know, but the thing is, is somebody that's been physically abused always thinks it's their perhaps. fault. So, perhaps, Yeah, I know. would
1: say that could perhaps come up again where she could have thought it was that she deserved it, if you yeah. will, which... Obviously, she probably didn't, or definitely didn't. So, but then she like says a comment that really kind of bothers him, like because in a way she expresses herself that she's kind of wasting her life by being here, and she groups him, kind of groups him in with it, somewhat. Yeah, she kind of lumps him in with like her, you know, her her the life the life that she's living that she doesn't like, and she compares it to her mom's
0: her mom's you know upbringing. Yeah, she says
1: I'm turning into my mom. You know, mm-hmm. my mom
0: had me at a young age and was hanging around with schoolboys. You know, she's like, "I'm, I'm here. I am going to work at McDonald's, and I'm going to, you know, be hanging around a 15 year old schoolboy. You know, like, what am I doing? You know, I'm turning into my mom." And then he takes offense to that and says, Please. "You know, I got to go do something. You know, got to go. You know." And he, he's like, i go work on the music video." And she's like, "Hey, can I come?" And he's like, "No, nah. no," nah. and then he just leaves her, um, which I think she kind of deserved it in a way. Like yeah. I, I think she was just yeah, being a little bit, she was a little bit in her own head and didn't yeah, realize and it, what she said yeah. was going to upset him.
1: Yeah. And we didn't, we kind of skipped over this. Like we got to backtrack a little bit, but what prompted him to go see Rafina, And then when he found out that she wasn't there is that she never showed up for that, for that music video that he was shooting yeah, at yeah. the school, that back to the future, one, which had drive it like you stole it, which is my favorite song of the movie, which I've listened to like 50 times. And and we once again get a scene where um it's actually a great bittersweet scene for me, uh, just in general, because um, you know, one none of the kids none of the kids that are in the video apparently ever saw Back to the Future, which is kinda sad in general. God, they but, can't um, dance
0: worth shit. Yeah, they also can't
1: dance. <laughs> but anywho, like so they so he does it and then it transitions to what the music video in his head is supposed to be or what he wants it to be or what his dream is of it and of course it's him playing and then she walks in with the dress and looks at him and she, and he looks at her and it's just it's the video that he wants and then after and the song's amazing well
0: I mean it's great and it's, and it's, I, it's
1: extravagant and like all kind of I, crazy stuff this, happens the, the sweetest
0: part of it to me is the parents when he sees when you see the parents come in and it's yeah. like him hoping it's showing that he really hopes his parents could be together and happy and that, you know. Or that in
1: fact, like his music could do something to help them. Yeah. Or I me, mean, or that they could be proud of him because this leads to something else that's been happening throughout the whole movie. The parents are just are not, so caught up in their own shit. Yeah, they're not they around. Don't give up? They don't do any. You know, they they're not around for their kids at all. They're not really involved in their life at all. And it just and it shows you a a different type of parenting that. Is you know de- could could be very well detrimental to, to you know children you know the absentee parents yeah. essentially, you know caught up in their own in their own their own lives, um, and that happens a lot whether it's nineteen eighty five or you know now yeah that happens and, and, and one of the it just shows that he can't there's nothing he can do to like save his parents yeah and, and another
0: and, another great part of the video was the the Brennan's knife uh, dancing knife fight
1: his. his yeah, you notice that he's dressed like James Dean in rebel without a yes, cause? Yes, The same jacket. He also and really
0: much very much looks like Seth Rogen. I think yeah. he looks very much like Seth Rogen in that scene. Jack Rayner? Yeah.
1: I, yeah, I could see Except that. Except he has like um, an
0: underbite that's like very apparent.
1: Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, then he has a knife fight with like a bully and it's just like and then the and then after like they they stop playing, <laughs> they just start like dancing and stuff. It's, he's just like, uh, really, yeah, It's a weird weird. It, it's all a weird good. Fight. Okay, whatever. It's all good, whatever. Yeah. And then at one point, like a motorcycle shows up. Well, oh, that's yeah, him. Point, that's uh, Jack Reiner. Yeah, that's... yeah, brother. Yeah, brother Baxter shows up and does like like Backlit. twenty somersaults and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, all right, it's just great, you and then it ends, and it's just that back in the stupid that, gym, that empty freaking gym. Rafina's not there, and it's just like he's like, all okay, right, let's we're gonna shoot, shoot this th- thing. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Come on now. And then that's when he goes and sees Rafina, and then we get to what we just saw. But what we also don't didn't um, cover is that um, he's gonna be doing like a like a gig. Well, they, at, they, at, they it's,
0: it's. I think it's right after this. They, they, yeah, they're they in they the find, hallway like and they see that there's a a flyer for a dance at the end of the end of the you know at end of the year uh, kind of dance and I love this the the, the back and forth because it's just, it's just what you would you know, think that they would do. He's just like we gotta. Amon's like we gotta focus on exams and and, and then uh, Connor's like uh, oh. Ammon's like, uh, is there gonna be girls at the dance? And he's like, yeah. It's like, okay, I think we should do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love when they go for their exams and they're looking at the like, uh, and it's the, basically, I guess, the exam that this I don't know, decides something. I don't really a yeah, midterm or something. British school like system. I, I don't know. know finals. Who knows? Um, but anywho, like, so, like they look at their exams and they're just like, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what are we doing? And Barry just tosses it up and throws it away. He and goes says, to sleep. He's <laughs> just like, <laughs> suck my balls. He just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes to sleep. Oh, man. And the that thing is, is, I think that that's a, you back that, to high school.
0: I think that, that that particular scene, how it goes down, because it goes through all the band members, then it goes to Barry yeah. at the end, and it kind of foreshadows the fact that he kind of becomes one of them at the end.
1: Yeah. He becomes their roadie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're going. So Rafina and Connor are, bro- bro- quote unquote, broken up, if you will, and, but he still has to play this gig at the end. And he invites his brother to play at the gig, and even asks him, "Hey man, you you want to play a may, solo? <laughs> you want to play a solo?" And he's like, "Oh man, yeah, man, yeah, I will." Or something. Of course, yeah, he doesn't, he, he doesn't he, show up. Well.
0: No, But he I mean, um, at the same time, the the, the next thing that they do is they go and this is when they go see Barry, and they say they need yeah. need, to, need to do one more thing. So they go see Barry at his place, and his parents are being assholes, asking him Barry to get beer and shit. And he's like, "Look, uh, Darren's like, look." You know what's you know you know being in a band's cool. You know it's like you know one thing we need is a roadie. It's like roadie has to be able to fight. You know be able to and, and, you know being in a band everybody's got each other's backs, and that's really what Barry needs. Barry doesn't have any friends obviously because he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> right. But but yeah. you know to sh- you know, showing that somebody's sticking their neck out for him and saying hey you can be part of our group. You don't have to be have no friends.
1: You know, you can have Not like that, but he also like, he's also like, you know, you're probably going to flunk out of school. What are you going to do all day? You're going to stay here with your, your parents your, and your, your terrible parents and watch daytime daytime
0: TV and, and get wasted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's like, we're going to be going on gigs and going on the road and meeting women and yeah, you know, and doing
1: stuff. Yeah. You want to be a part of this yeah. or what?
0: Um, so, so yeah, then there's like, they leave and it's like another slow motion shot and, and Barry's like giving the middle finger to his parents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and then, uh, so they're going to do this big, like, like As, uh gig. I think it's like 25 minute long gig. Or whatever. Well, then, well, then, then before, they, they had before to develop new music for it.
0: Yeah. I was going to say the th- the last thing he does though, is, is Connor does drop off another tape to Rafina before yes, he, he g- before he goes to the dance. Um, yes, he does. And she doesn't come out and he just watches her, watches him like kind of drop it off. And then the dance starts and,
1: yeah, they, he does a few, they, some songs we haven't heard of before. And The first
0: song he does is that song Girl, which I like. Yes. Complicated yes. Girls, which is a, a reference to something that the teacher said to him earlier in the movie, where um, he was drawing a picture of the band, and he was like, he had a picture of Rafina there, and he's like, who's that? And he's like, is that your girlfriend? And she, he's like, well, no, it's it's complicated. And he's, he's the teacher's like, all the complicated boys and girls. And then that yep. kind of inspired the song "Late for later, and... So he does that song, and they the, the the crowds, you know, who was kind of against him, is now kind of getting livelier, um, and um, then I think we, I think that do they do a second song
1: after that before
0: the or they do the I think it kind of like,
1: I think it cuts to her, and it cut what well, Rafina, and then it shows that he dropped off that thing and he left her like a letter or something well i know he
0: he, he, he they they kind of skip over and he does the slow song
1: yeah and then he does the slow song and then that's where we get the montage like, oh. where she
0: she sees the tape and she listens to the the song that he's singing at right. the moment and it yeah. she goes to the park and she's crying cuz it's so beautiful and right right and, uh...
1: yeah then uh and then after he does the slow song uh cuz one one like the band protests and the audience protests like hey don't don't you know you know we've got them we got them entertained. They're, yeah, you know, it's pretty funny. You, know, you yeah. never want to do that. Like you always kind of want to. I, I know. I don't. Know, you know this a lot more yeah. than I do. But like, there's certain you know set song lists it, and whatnot. And people, and people like want that, to
0: dance. If you're at a dance, people want to dance. So, right. and most
1: people want. I mean,
0: obviously, you can slow dance, but most people want to 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 have some energy and run around and jump around. So some bands don't necessarily like to play slow songs at an alive show. Um, but that's kind of, that's, I don't know. i never really heard that, 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 that might've been an eighties thing, but, um, but yeah, they, they kind of make a funny joke about it. And I love Eamon who is always just down for anything. Um, he's always down to take risks. He's always down to, you know, uh, write songs. You know, I love the, when, when he comes to visit him, when they're writing that last, that one's that song and he says, Hey, you want to help me write a song? And then he's like, anytime, you know, I love that moment. You know where they kind of have that bond, overriding, and uh, creating art together. Um, and uh, but yeah, so he's like, you know, we got to play the slow song, and then the the bass player and the drummer are like, we can't do that. They, they love us. We got we can't do a slow song. It'll kill us. And then Eamon's like, it's a it's a bold. Let's it's do cool. it. I like it. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. So he does
1: that, and then they do their last song, which is called Brown Shoes. Yeah. And it is dedicated to. Brother Baxter. Yeah. And basically, Brother Baxter is like, because I guess they're chaperoning. Oh, I, I love this, He and the too. brothers are chaperoning, and then like he's like, oh, forget that. Turn turn the lights on. Turn the lights on.
0: <laughs> I love it because it's like they try to turn, they try to end the show. They try to turn the lights on, and then some random dude comes up. It's like, no, turn the lights off. Turn the lights yeah. on. Turn. And then he, like, breaks yeah. it with a, a fire extinguisher. With a fire
1: extinguisher. And then yeah. Father
0: Baxter comes up and punches the kid in the face. And then knocks. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then throws him out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, hilarious. And then... Uh, and so he, he, it's called Brown Shoes. It's basically just the story you know, of
0: him and his Brother Baxter's first kind of, you know, their relationship, I,
1: basically. Oh yeah, but he, but it's a song to just ripping Brother Baxter to shreds. Yeah, and he makes they all these beast, masks. They basically, call him a piece of shit, it, like yeah, fascist, racist, yeah, you, know, fa- uh, you know, authoritarian garbage person. Yeah, um, and. Yeah, and he and makes then, all these uh, ma- he
0: makes all these face masks of Brother Baxter so everybody can wear them.
1: Yeah, because he yeah because he had like uh he he tore like something out of like the yearbook. And yeah. had them make like two hundred copies of it. Um, but before them, but I think before the song even starts, like some dude gets on stage, and then Barry <laughs> like throws him off. He's and, like, ah! he's like, he's like, yeah, I gotta do something. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he gets yeah he gets his moment in the sun. Um, and then so he's playing it, and he he so they're playing the song, playing the song, and then. Rafina walks in towards the end of the song, which I'm like, she kind of missed all the, all the, good oh, song, I'm in all the middle good of the stuff. middle, oh, yeah, the showed, middle of the song, middle the, it's about the br- it's like, in, like, like in the bridge,
0: you know, it's that's still, when she shows up
1: yeah. and then, you know, she, he sees her, she sees him smiles, etc., etc. et cetera. Um, and then dur- and, as the
0: song's ending, it shows them walk out of the dance together, hand in hand. Yes, and they go, they and, which I love the shot where they're like going down the alley and then some dude's throwing up in the alley as they're, you know, having this romantic moment. you uh, just see yeah, some dude sense. growing up. Um, and so then they go back to his house, Connor's house, and right. you see Brendan who's writing something. He's right, uh, and apparently he's writing lyrics. Um, yeah. And um, so they come in and Connor's like, you know, everything went well. It was a great show. And then yeah,
1: she, uh, he meets Rafina yeah. for the first time because, you know, they've heard so much about each other. And he says, hey, can you drive me to where granddad's boat is? Yeah. He's like we're going. He's like we're going to London, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, so when you when do you want me to do this, and he goes right now, like, now. Oh, right now, right huh? now. He's like, so, right. do you and have
0: any money? You uh, got any money? No. Now
1: nope. no, we we got our music. She's got her pictures. Um, yep. Uh, and yeah. And he and so he's like, all right. And so Connor like goes to his parents' room. I think to to get, get the, the car, keys to keys. the boat. Keys, it's to, the keys the boat. to the Boat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot more sense. And he basically says, he says goodbye to his mom and then and then he leaves and his brother takes him down there and they sing their goodbyes and he's like, hey, he gives him the lyrics that you just mentioned. He says, you know, put music to them. Call call as soon as you get there. You, yeah, um, you'll probably die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like they, they, they hug and they part ways. He says, you will take care of my brother. And, and they start driving away and then, uh, song by uh, Adam Levine plays. Yeah, um, the, the, uh, uh, and and this 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 scene
0: literally gets me emotional every
1: time. Oh, did you cry, Stephen? Do I cry? I cry. I, I, I
0: cry every time. Um yeah, because it's called, this very much. Called, pla- yeah, go on. I was gonna say this very much plays into the whole idea of a lot of the relatability to the character, uh, Brendan's character, because I you know I'm an older brother, and you know like just hmm. you know in this moment he's seeing his brother. Kind of succeed where he would failed, right? And but th- but there's such a you know brother love brotherly love. You know there's such right. a he wants him to succeed, and he's kind of living through him. And he just yeah. has this moment where he's watching him sail off and getting further and further away, and he just kind of like jumps in the air for joy. And every time it gets me, like I, I just
1: oh yeah, I cried. I cried at the end of it. Um, uh, the song is is called "Go Now," and it's written. It's performed by Adam Levine and co-written by Yeah. Adam Levine. I was going to say
0: they have a relate him and John Carney have a relationship They're friends because he's also in Begin Again. He's a character in Begin Again. He is. So.
1: And yeah. so that song is playing while they're while they're while the boat's going away and like Steven said the brother just, just starts cheering and then he gets in the car and he starts cheering again. He's he's and just, just emotional. He's really just kind of overwhelmed emotional. with overwhelmed and it, like I said earlier it's just like facilitating your dream through your brother, and it's not like that whole vicarious thing where you force your dream on someone. Sure, else, sure, sure. What you see a lot of parents do—it's watching your brother live your dream and then helping him. Helping, get he to helped. Guy, he he realized that though
0: he didn't necessarily make it. make it himself, he helped make sure that his brother. He he in a sense he did make it through him.
1: And In a way, it's. It's a it's an extremely selfless selfless it's, act. It's
0: like the it's like the it's like the um, almost the role of what a teacher is to a student, mm, you know, yeah, where where you where point, you yeah. get off on that 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 love of seeing others succeed by teaching them what you know and hoping that they and you know can succeed themselves and that's kind of what he ends up playing. He ends, I mean you, I mean honestly I mean he is you could say the Miyagi of the movie. Yeah, I mean he's good giving him all the, you know. Advice that perpetuated his love for the music and for writing, and and right. is now gotten him to this place where he's leaving yeah. off and taking chances, and he's met a girl he loves, and he they're all taking chances, and he's it's great, and it's 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 it's, it's a powerful ending.
1: It's a very powerful ending, and for me, it's like I I still think that that you know, like I said, selflessness, but also that that the ability to like we said in the scene earlier the ability to recognize your own struggles and your own faults yeah. and then overcome those to then you know help someone else i think is extremely uh, emotional yeah. for me and it's really just an amazing ending and and the film ends with them like they they're you know one uh Stephen, I don't know much about, you know, uh, maritime things, but that boat is really tiny to get to England. I was going to say, they're taking a chance, (laughs) definitely taking taking a a chance trying
0: to sail that boat across to a large body of water. Um, Yeah,
1: a relative large body of water. It's not not like it's like like an ocean, but
0: it's definitely like a channel, a channel. Yeah,
1: (laughs) if if you look on a map, you know, Ireland and, you know, England are very close to one another, but London specifically is, if my... If my ge- world geography uh, helps me out, it's 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 tw- it's towards southern Eng- uh, England, so just to get to the mainland of England, and then to get to London would be difficult. But none of that technical nonsense is really what's important. It's the metaphor of just leaving, you know, leaving home, taking that leap of faith, you know, following your heart, all of those things, following your dream, and just you know, you know, doing it as opposed to just. You know, thinking talking of, about, thinking doing, about it. doing it, yeah, yeah, talking or thinking about doing it, and them just going off and doing it is, is really powerful. It, and at one point, the you know <laughs> he's like, "You may want to sit down." She's like, "Why?" Because like, because basically, the uh, the, uh, the waves are gonna get a little bumpy, and yeah, the water's yeah. gonna splash on them and stuff. And then that's what happens; they get drenched with water. Then that that big ferry like comes across; they almost you know, almost like drive into it, so they stop. They stop and yeah. people are waving at them yeah. and then like and then basically they the um then you know he could, he puts the motor back into into high gear and follows that boat. And in a way, and Stephen will start crying on me now. Oh no. Uh, um the uh, the boat for me perhaps symbolizes um the brothers, you know, how he said he was a jet engine You know, carving a path for him. That boat, in a way, could symbolize that. Sure. And in a way, he's following his brother's still. Yeah, it's a it's
0: a big metaphor It's a big symbolism for his brother following his brother's path once again. Um, Yeah. And also, you know, we can't we can't end without saying, you know, Rafina. I think with her kind of arc, um, you know, Mm. I think she she had to get past some of her own, um, uh, you know, her own trials that were holding her back. You know, she's thinking so much about how her parents, her. You know, she's using the things that happen with her parents as things that are also kind of creating roadblocks for her. And now she's, you know, lining herself up with somebody that actually cares about her. Um, Not, you know, her parents didn't care about her. I mean, at least her father and Mm -hmm. he. She, you know, the daddy issues thing, which you know, Brendan brings up. They bring that up at one point. Yeah, and and, you know, he that you know, women that have maybe trouble relationships with their fathers end up picking other men that are not good for them. And of course, Evan ended up hitting her. So, uh, you know, obviously not, not a great guy. And so sometimes that happens, you know, we, you've seen that in a lot of movies where, uh, the main character who likes this girl, that girl's dating some kind of douchebag guy. And, you know, he wishes just kind of like perks of being a wallflower. Hey, yeah. how can we get, you know, somebody that we like to know that we like, you know, that they deserve better, you know? And you just got to, you know, it's the whole Paul Rudd scene, you know. You have to let them know that they deserve more, you know. Um, And so I think that she figures out by the end of the movie that she deserves better. She deserves somebody like him that will actually show his love and is good to her. And she accepts that love at the end and goes with him. Um, So, yeah, she kind of has her own arc, too. And um, it's all good,
1: And that's how the movie the movie ends. Kind of ends on play... a close up of
0: his face and him kinda facing his future.
1: Right. He's yeah. a futurist. Whatever whatever <laughs> that may be. He's a futurist. Yeah. So, you know.
0: <laughs> but um
1: that's Sing Street. That is Sing Street by John Carney. Came out two thousand sixteen. Was one of our favorites of that year. Um, it
0: definitely was because, uh, you know, we've done this... For, this episode's about an hour and 45 minutes long. So it's definitely... Yeah, but it, talked it's about
1: literally this. about as long as the whole movie is. Yeah,
0: yeah, we <laughs> talked through the whole movie. Um, yeah, I, I was happy to, uh, when Andrew decided to pick this one. I, I figured we would get into this one pretty hard. Um, but yeah, so now that we are done with Sing Street, now it's my turn to pick next next episodes. Uh, and because Andrew has been so, just so just so good to me, picking picking movies that I love for some, for some reason. I don't know. I mean, I, I know we we line up on movies pretty well. Um, we like a lot of the same stuff, but he's just been really going for me. He, he did Satyajit Ray, which he knows I love Satyajit Ray, and then, uh, then he did Sing Street. So, you know, now I'm going to have to do, do something for him. I know he's a big fan of a certain filmmaker, and I'm going to do one of his films. We're going to do a David Lynch movie. Oh, here we go. We're going to do a racerhead.
1: Wow. Let's do a race ahead because it's his first movie. It's his
0: first movie. And it is. Yeah. And, uh, it it is one of the great debuts. Um, and it's, you know, it's a short and sweet one too. It's only about an hour and a half long. And, and this came out in 1977 and, uh, it's very much an experimental experimental film. Um, so this will be a different type of movie. We haven't really seen, we haven't done in a movie like this before. Um, so it'll be a new – new ty- I wanted to do something maybe horror, and this kind of has a little bit of a horror element to it. Oh, um, yeah. So um, it'll be an interesting one. So we'll, next episode we're going to do Eraserhead by David Lynch. So be ready for that one. Sounds
1: good to me. I know. You, I figured you, you – Now would, I got I to gotta re-traumatize myself by yes, watching it. Yes, yes. By watching it. <laughs> but, that's, that's a film. That's a film. That is certainly a film.
0: Now, when I said David Lynch, what were you thinking I was going to say?
1: I was thinking Mulholland Drive actually really or maybe lost highway see if i I was gonna pick thinking dune if i was gonna pick my favorite one i would have picked lost highway um oh really i didn't know that was your
0: favorite i I would say it's probably my favorite at this point but honestly i like mulholland drive okay but it's definitely people i i have to watch it again i I, i've watched it i think twice and it's Mm -hmm. not landed with me like it's landed with other people but i really like lost highways and um and uh, you know, of course, Elephant Man's great too. Um, but I, I figured we'll go with the first movie, and uh, you know, see where David, you know, so we can get kind of into the the beginnings of Lynch, and we could probably work our way up his filmography over time. Um, and because I know you're a, a person
1: that likes to start at beginnings. Yeah, that's a good place to start. You know, as um, at the beginning of things. Yes, you get to see the progression. The of, progression of his work. Yeah, of filmmakers and whatnot. Sometimes, you know, some filmmakers, you know, start off at you know at the peak and then work their way down Yeah. but most most of the greats started off and then worked their way up to their best stuff or or, or some or something like that uh, yeah. but yeah I'm down always down to talk David Lynch will be the first time we've ever talked David Lynch here on Cinema Discovery Project or in really in any any of the stuff that's uh, Yeah I don't know that deep, we've really talked part. about him
0: much so we'll, we'll probably get into a little bit of his just overall you know his state in film where he 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 his places and and then talk uh, talk about a uh, racerhead. So where can we find you, Andrew?
1: Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cabzilla06, as well as my YouTube channel, Cabzilla Productions. And you can find me on Facebook, Stephen Billings. You can find uh, me on
0: Instagram at Cinema Discovery Project and on Letterboxd at Cinema Discovery.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: Uh, go do Apple Podcasts or Podbean to get this audio. And hey, keep on watching them movies.
1: I know I will.